What is up? What is up? What is up, dude? It's another beautiful fucking night or evening. We're evening. No, it's night. Same it's, thing. It's, right? it's, a, it's the same shit. It's dark outside, dude. We have freaking Edward Alignan, dude, back in oh, the studio shit, once man. again. The coach, Thank you for having me. The coach from Prometheus Powerlifting, Prometheus Strength. I'm, I'm actually back. wearing my Prometheus shirt right now. Oh, I bought shit. It. Look oh at that. shit. I bought Damn, the new one, dude. Son. I had to bring in the new one. You know what I'm saying? Damn, yeah. son. How you doing, Ed? How's everything been going, dude? Uh, where to begin? But just generally, things are going. Uh, they're going all right. Yeah. yeah. Just why all right? I mean, it's like when you when you go to the grocery store and you ask the cashier, like, uh, okay. "How have you been?" And he's like, "All right." He's like, it's all right. You know, there's wildfires uh, plaguing Northern California. We're amidst an election. Everyone is is like battling yeah. one another, and it's like. And then Sonoma County is in, in still still in the purple tier where. That's the most restrictive tier in California. You know how it's wild that we were like the last one to close down to, and now we're like the last ones to open. Yeah. And you it's know? like, are we in the third wave of the virus, or have we just never got out of the first wave? There, dude, um, I heard Italy, Italy, like Germany, France is all having a second wave of uh, coronavirus infections, and like it's skyrocketing. Yeah. yeah. But like that's not happening. You know what I'm saying? Like. It's it's bad, but like if you take vitamin C, <laughs> vitamin D, I mean, vitamin D, you know, you got to get that D. Vitamin but, D, get your, take your zinc before bed. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if you take vitamins, I think you'll be good, right? Yeah. I mean, those Soviet vitamins. Yeah, exactly. Get some Russian in there. Get some, no, because some Kazakhstan. In. Ooh, did you watch the new Borat movie? Talking have, about Kazakhstan. I have not watched it yet. Were you a fan of Borat? I, I like his humor. You like his humor? It's satirical, right? It's like very gotcha humor. I like yeah, that kind yeah, of humor. Yeah. Very, yeah. Have you seen it already? I have. I did. It's all right. It's. I don't know. I mean, like, I like some of the jokes and like some of the humor in there, but like some of the thing was like, ooh, that's it's a little cringy, you know. I feel like I've gotten older. Yeah, and, exactly. Like, my humor is like, I'm. I'm uh, it's like it's. I have the same humor, but I'm like, oh, I feel like I should have a more mature humor about shit. And I feel like a lot of that has to do with like freaking um, a lot of the. Uh, Societal expectations. Not yeah, I get yeah. That's what it is. Like a lot of like the left and like the liberal media, like canceling people because they have yeah. opinions that they don't agree with. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. What's up, Joy? You're hella quiet, dude. Are you all right? You're just super chilling. I'm just listening to you guys. Uh, I'm sitting anywhere to come in. All right, for sure. Yeah, that was me asking you to come in. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know, man. Uh, yeah. I'm over talking about coronavirus. Yeah, yeah we could we could change, yeah, change yeah, the subject. Yeah, that's, yeah. Like, that's why I, I, I really jumped yeah. in. And I was yeah. like, yeah, I'm I'm good. I'm talking about it. Yeah, it wasn't a very good subject. <sighs> yeah, it's all good, man. I see you guys got some new merch, man. You fucking selling this shit or what? You trying to make some fucking whoppy lay? I'm not selling it for any no. profit at all. I've. Uh, you should, man. I'm, I'm donating. You like, should stop all- paying your parents to stop fucking slave laboring in the back with fucking. <laughs> you get making yourself a fucking Asian market back there. Oh. Um, you know, I've internalized it for so long that it's like even entertaining the idea of living any other way is really difficult for me. Yeah, oh. yeah. for sure. Yeah. And that's like a genuine statement. Yeah. So you're you're just not into the market side of it? Not not really. No. You ever thought about hiring a market guy? I have. Yeah. I have. Yeah. You and have thought about it or did it? I've I've done it temporarily. And then, of course, me being me, it's like. If I have this heightened sense in my own ability to do shit and, yeah. and especially you, you guys get it. You have, you do comedy, you have this artistic vision of, of things and like 
your manifestation of art is filtered through your experience over however many years you've been alive and all the experiences that you've had Mm -hmm. and trying to get someone else to understand that. Yeah, for sure. And and like deliver on it regularly when like you believe deep down that you are capable of doing it yourself. You're kind of like, I appreciate uh, and respect this person's work, but in, in, in like a short time working with this marketing person. Yeah. I get it. But I know the principles now, so I can yeah, do yeah. it myself. You can do it yourself now, yeah. yeah. You just need an epic ass fucking video where you're like 90% naked, <laughs> just wearing yeah. a Speedo. With the Prometheus. <laughs> with the Prometheus. Yeah. yeah the only thing blocking your dick is just like, I'm going to fucking, um, I'm going to fucking pretty much just like tag it to your dick. So like it just is Prometheus every time you move. <laughs> I'm just going to make it extra long and then like fucking. <laughs> Vertically like this, down your thigh, and just like just swinging his Prometheus, you know, with all the, with all his merch. Not he's not yeah. even wearing his merch. His merch is in the back on yeah. the wall. You know, his dick just, is wearing the t-shirt. <laughs> like it's already flexing. He's just like dropping a, like a six hundred down fucking squat and shit. He's pointing. He's pointing on the merch. He's pointing for like at the merch, explaining what the merch is with his with dick. his dick. You know it's like a laser. It's like, like, like a laser pointer to it. He's <laughs> like just gripping it. There you go. Damn. That's a dope ass intro. I'd buy yeah. that. Yeah. Whatever you're selling, I'm buying. <laughs> you don't <laughs> even matter. watch with the merch. You just like buy. It's talking buy, about it's buy. talking about pecking fucking dildos. I'm down. <laughs> and have you ever thought of like starting an OnlyFans? I'm sure some woman would be down. Dude, he's a fucking big ass dude <laughs> oh, with yeah. some big ass chest and big ass you, legs. Like, have I told you guys ass. about my college roommate? Uh, uh, Matrix. Matrix. Uh, Matrix. I remember I, you. I, have I told you about him, Joel? So. Uh-huh. He's this uh, Korean guy, uh, born in. I think he, he was either born in California or he, his family migrated really early when he was like one or two years old. And then his his dad left him. He was studying psychology at Cal. We were both at Cal at the same time. We were roommates at one point. Uh huh. But his 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 dad had left really early in his life. So he had like daddy issues. Yeah, he has severe daddy issues. Very like nice. Like, like they're like fucked up people who have like twisted senses of humor. This person. Lived that twenty four seven. Oh yeah, they twisted him. Yeah, to the point where you like you don't know what is a lie and what's reality. Yeah, yeah. Like what does he believe? It's all all like (laughs) he's a wild dude. I can relate. Yeah, but he he played a lot of sports growing up, and just aesthetically, that's the the fucking word that a lot of bodybuilders use and fitness bros. Aesthetically, aesthetically. He had a he had a very aesthetically pleasing body, and he posted videos of himself on YouTube. Really early on, if you if you YouTube or yeah, sir, type in a YouTube search, Korean Bruce Lee. He's like one of the first people to to go viral on YouTube for their for their body for like oh a, really like physical you knew him? male body. Yeah, he was my roommate. And you guys Kore- were, wait, you said the Korean zombie, <laughs> Korean uh, roommate, Korean Bruce Lee. Oh, Korean, Korean Bruce roommate. Lee. Yeah, yeah, Korean, Korean Bruce, Bruce Lee. Lee. Yeah, Korean zombie. Yeah. So there were a lot of uh, <laughs> fitness personalities who got really popular when he started posting. And they like took it and went legit with it and like marketed the shit out of themselves over YouTube. Whereas he, he did a G for P he did gay for pay. (laughs) Nice. But because he had access to so many people, because he was like the only good looking people probably, huh? Good looking. Yeah. If you're going to get pegged, it might as well be by a good looking person, huh? I mean, I'd say a small percentage, like maybe one or one to five percent, were good looking. And the rest were these one to five percent. Yeah, where, where the rest were old men, old men, old big, white men, like old, oh, big, ugly. Yeah. Ew, 
disgusting, like live with their grandma. Oh, so they took the fucking. Crew. But not, not not even not only that. The, he said, it's like some of the craziest clientele he had were like powerful white male judges. Oh know? shit! Yeah, where he like the, the personality wild. he put out <laughs> was uh, is is like he's this muscular. Yeah, is it possible Asian to get him onto the podcast? Uh, Would he be down? Well, well, here's another question before we go dive further into that. Has he spoken about this publicly? Yeah. Okay, then we're good. So, so like to make a short or like a long story short. Yeah. He did this to pay for his family's mortgage because he was living with his mom and his younger sister. That's honorable, man. And then he used, he did that to pay for his tuition at Cal, which is fucking expensive. Hey man, I got a GD. He got a GFP, man. Dude. He, he's really going down the right path, dude. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's, I mean, dude, yeah. And I, w- I would be there at like we're both sitting on the couch, yeah. and he's taking one of his calls, mm-hmm. one of his uh, like calls to his muscle worshippers. What is what is it? What is it called? Oh, go what, how would that call? Like, how did that call go, dude? Like, how like how was he like? It was basically him talking shit to the person. Like, so like these power- scrawny little weak. Oh, leg. like oh, that? Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought he was so, the like, bottom. So like no, no, these no, no. these like judges <laughs> would ask him to like yeah would he ever wear leather like would he like come out on video wearing like leather bodysuits and be like with a whip he showed me uh, him wearing weird shit like people would send him stuff say wear this for me and I'll pay you X amount of money and he would wear it and he would wear it and yeah. he would make fucking bank he'd make like two hundred dollars per minute kind of thing and it's all because what the of fuck dude yeah. this wait online beautiful oh, people have yeah have back it was yeah. back then it was like a lot of Skype. Well, dude, that's fucking crazy. I mean, I would definitely be GFP, dude. I'd be voting GFP all day, dude. <laughs> I just I dude? see his video right here. It's one of these is right here, right? Yeah, yeah, dude. I mean, honestly, <clears throat> if he's doing it for pay his family's mortgage, and he's getting paid two hundred dollars a minute, and uh, you know he's gonna fucking be making financial fucking steps towards fucking some grandeur, like, yeah. Can't hate on the guy, dude. And then, I personally maybe not want to do it, but yeah, yeah. I could see what I could see his motives, you know. But one of the the things early on that he said was a really it was really hard to accept. But then once he did, it was just like okay, the floodgates are open. Yeah. Was him being a uh, accepting that pictures of his dick were on the internet? Yeah, but you said no, no in person stuff. No in person stuff. Yeah, that's totally fine, dude. Yeah, yeah. If he was getting like fucking rammed by a uh, What's the dude from Simpsons? Homer Simpson? No, Mr. Burns, you know? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, eh, excellent. He's doing his little hand motion. Yeah. You imagine that, dude? Yeah. Like, God, like, this guy's like fucking 250. He gets a little like 140 pounder featherweight fucking money championship contender. I don't think he would be getting, like, from the way the, the it sounds, I think he would be doing the ramming, right? No. It worked out that I, way. Wait, yeah. Oh, I thought. I thought yeah, it was, was, it was more that way where oh. the people who. The, paid he was for the a punisher. Yeah. yeah so nice. He, yeah. What's the guy called uh, that chops? People's head off. Executioner. Yeah, yeah. my guy. He's executioner. Executioner, dude. I could see he could be executioner too, dude. Yeah, dude. So, like, have you thought of starting an OnlyFans? Back during the peak of uh, me being in the in the bodybuilding mental space. Oh, okay. So yeah. In the peak. What? So that was back that like 18, 19 year old, twenty year old. Like that was like early twenty year olds after high school when I was. Like you were really into your body and you were like willing to express it. Yeah, publicly perhaps. Or, yeah, yeah more I remember seeing your videos. You're fucking like ripped. Like, 
Yeah, I was like, like are I you was, saying he's not ripped anymore, dude? No, he's fucking huge. I think now. you should punch him in the fucking face. <laughs> he's fucking huge. I hear him a lot of disrespect. No, I was, I was like ninety pounds you less. Should though. definitely swing on him right now. <laughs> <laughs> so about these shrooms. <laughs> yeah, go ahead and take a little sippy, a little nippy off of him. The the one that looks like a rope. I don't know what potency it's at. Okay, the other ones, the you can eat the whole thing. Like I ate that much. What the other one looks like, like this morning. I ate that much, which yeah. is like about like 0.7. Mm-hmm. And my day went great. Like work was great. I was super focused. I was super on it. The only thing though was like I kept getting these pulsations of like kind of like this mullet feeling. Like you kind of like, ah, uh, you just like close your eyes. Yeah. Kind of yeah. You kind of want to sit and it comes over. I'm like, oh, I can't be doing that. I'm like working construction right now. I'm like <laughs> fucking cutting rock and like <laughs> fucking the masonry and shit, you know? But like, otherwise than that, it was nice. What about you, Ed? What's about your like your most? Have you had a most recent like mushroom experience or? The like, most recent one was with one of my clients. He had me be one of his one of the groomsmen in his wedding. Oh wow, that's awesome! And then, uh, like the, the 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 guys all went out the night before to the casino. We took a small amount of mushrooms. Like everyone took mushrooms, and then everyone just gambled for the rest okay. of the night. But. It was honestly not as much as I was used to, so I barely felt anything. Uh, okay, so you, you still carry that like tolerance, or you're just like, eh, or you're just a big dude, or you're just a big ass dude. The, like, the shroom has to spread through a lot of fucking mass, yeah. you know. I I, I feel like it, that it like it's that simple. Where the very first trip I took was like an eighth and a half, I think. Yeah. Where, like an eighth is there yeah. is your standard <clears throat> dose. Yeah, I was actually there too. I took a little bit over an eighth too my first time. But it was super fun. It was a good time. Everything after that, besides one at a time, was not cool until like recently I did it by myself. Because usually what turned me off of my trip was like the people around me were having bad trips. Okay. But now I was in my room and like I was, if I would start feeling a sensation of panic or anxiety, then I was like, well, you already know what you took and you know you've taken higher quantities and now you're by yourself. So let's just meditate on this for like a split 30 seconds yeah. and it's gone. And yeah. then all of a sudden I'm back to just super chilling. Like I just listened to like fucking like tech house music for like 30 minutes. And then went on a walk for like 30 minutes yeah. and then I played some video games. And, oh, this is actually, I want to talk about this really shortly, <laughs> man. I, I feel like about 0. 0.7, maybe to a, like one gram of uh, mushrooms. Right. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then like about two hours into my trip, I started playing video games and I, I was playing like three different games, right? Are they single player, multiplayer? Were you playing uh, like multiplayer, Call of Duty? all multiplayer games? Okay. Were you playing uh, I was Call playing of Duty? Spellbreak. Okay. Um, this other one called uh, Rogue. Rogue Company. Uh huh. And then the third one, I forgot what the fuck. I, I just downloaded recently, but I won every single match on every single game, and I won first place on every single game every single time. That's what they say. Like yeah, and like I do okay normally. Like I'm like an okay player. Like sometimes I'll do really good, but this time I was like so focused in it and I was just like so in the vibe. And I was like, before I knew it, the game was over and I was like, first place? Like, all right, man, hell yeah, I didn't fuck yeah. Like, I didn't even have any, like, usually when I win first, I'm like, whoa, yeah, you know, I was like yeah. so in it, like just in the vibe. And I'm like, I caught it and I'm like, yeah, it was dope. That's what they say. Like, when you take like little small amounts of doses of shrooms, like you can get like really focused. Yeah. And, like, vibrant uh-huh. colors and like, that's why they say like Vikings used to take shrooms. Yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah. I've never heard that, that wouldn't want me 
that wouldn't make me want to rampage and pillage and village. But they say and rape. they say that it wasn't no. like <laughs> you know. But that's because we grew up in sport. a different culture, you know. Very true. Very true. They, they grew up in a like completely. Yeah, like, if that's maybe normal was, to yeah, you. Yeah. That's just like going on a hike to you. Then but they wouldn't take like full <laughs> doses. You know what I'm saying? They would take like maybe. I think they would take like maybe like quadruple dosage no like like really i mean they would take low doses you know like just okay. enough to get like really focused yeah but i mean if you think about it like if it gets you that focused like during video games and during things imagine during combat dude you see like every little muscle twitch of your enemy yeah. and you're yeah. just like oh dude no wonder. Uh, maybe that's why they were such great fucking fighters dude yeah i mean yeah. um not that i've ever been in battle or anything but when i was relating back to my um reference i was like i just didn't second guess anything i was doing i was just like it was one fluid motion yeah i was like all right nice yeah like i recently started climbing a little bit like not doing like full-on like rock climbing but like little climbing things yeah yeah like little like yeah i mean i guess rock climbing a little bit like yeah but not too much but like okay um i feel no but the, what i was getting into is like uh i feel like doing something like that like you have to be like very confident in your body you can't like second, second guess, guess yourself yeah, you know so sure. like i see what you're saying for sure yeah no yeah I mean, I guess like anything else, you can't second guess yourself, huh? Yeah. Yeah, more than likely. Let me ask you something, dude. Can I elaborate on that for a second? Go for it. So I have a, have a background, as, as we've covered, uh, in doing a lot of psychedelics and also mm -hmm. a background in training for a physical sport for many years at a relatively high level, I would say. And what you describe when you're playing video games while uh, under the influ influence of, of psychedelics, it sounds like... The analog is this thing called flow. Have you heard of flow? Yeah. Reggaeton. Dale más flow. Yeah, but I've heard what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. And, and the... It's like the martial arts equivalent of that is... Like you have this intent to do some sort of action on this other person. Mm. And the, like it doesn't have to process through your body. And then the action happens. You, you think it and then the action just happens. Yeah. Sure. And, and that depends on like when we're in uh, like very micro uh, sterile environments say you're you're playing chess or you're playing checkers for example or you're using a like a chess press machine where the, the degrees of, of freedom are relatively small uh -huh. and the thing mimicking reality isn't that high does that make sense what do you mean the thing mimicking reality so uh <laughs> I would compare somebody using a like a chest press machine in in the weight room versus somebody playing uh, doing a play in American football at full speed. Uh -huh. Everyone everyone's wearing full equipment under like rules in a game setting. Adrenaline pumping and everything. Yeah. Yeah. And like a the individual's ability to to replicate that in real time is much different than them doing it in a sterile environment, which makes sense obviously yeah, sure. but okay. like what what makes the person able to do that in real time is their ability to assess the environment around them yeah for sure. which like anyone who's done psychedelics can attest to is like you colors are more vibrant you recognize every single like detail movement and detail in around you so mm -hmm. yeah for sure um going on that like i remember uh it happens like when you're under duress too yeah. Like it really like very happy. because your pupils dilated, exactly. so you could take in more light and you could you could assess the environment yeah. more easily. Um, because I remembered like when I was powerlifting and I had like that like when like when we were in competition, I'd always be like, dude, I like I'd always noticed like a bunch of little different details that like that yeah. in, in the audience, you know, and I get inside <laughs> and like I'd be thinking, I wouldn't even be thinking about the weight, I'd be thinking about like 
everything I'd see in the audience, you know, yeah. and the weight was like, you're like hyperactive and the yeah, way and you're like, just like, uh, taking in all information and shit. Yeah. And it, it, and to, to take it a little more abstractly, it's almost like, like when you are assessing the environment around you, like your ability to do that more rapidly depends on how much of your ego has, has died. Mm. So like when it's not, there's this environment and it's happening to me, it's more yeah. just like, here's this environment that's happening. Yeah. And here's this automatic action that's coming yeah. out of me that has been habituated yeah. through training. For sure. So like, for example, it's something that I think we've all done. Uh, something I probably do more than most people. You go into a situation and you're like, and you put, you like drive yourself through these scenarios and they're always so epic and dope. <laughs> and you're like, and you're like, more than like, life. There's that's a school not, shooting. Yeah. Like <laughs> I would just walk over, fucking throw his arm around and then fucking dislocate his shoulder and flip him around and then grab his gun unload it, catch the clip in midair, you know, like, you know, you're just, you're just like, and then you have no practice with any of these things, but you think you can just do it even for just an instance. And then reality slaps and you're like, that, that would not happen. It's like, the what's going to happen is you're, I'm going to get shot. And that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like the same thing when like you're watching sports and, um, you'll be like, you see them like fuck up on a plane. You're like, dude, I could have made that play even though they've yeah. had years of fucking training. Oh yeah. yeah, I yeah. Was, like the lowest player on that yeah. team would make you look like a exactly. fucking bitch. You know? <laughs> or like when you're like UFC fighter, same thing. Like, oh dude, yeah. I could have kicked his ass. Come on. How the fuck? No, exactly. Like, yeah. You get fucking wrecked. Come on, man. Let's be real. Yeah, man. If you were going to, if you were to join a, um, a contact sport, which one would you join? Wrestling. I mean, it's it's kind of common right now. It's very trendy for powerlifters to burn out and then transition transition the to MMA? BJJ or BJJ? some sort of combat sport. Yeah, Dude, I'd, I'd rather be, do that or or Muay Thai because because my yeah. best friend is a pro Muay yeah. Thai fighter. Yeah, I could see that, man. You, did, you kicking some fucking palm trees <laughs> over? You guys seen Bloodsport, right? Yeah, we talked about Bolo last oh, yeah, time. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Yeah, man. This time I brought some glasses, so yeah, I got my eyes protected. <laughs> Fucking, uh, yeah, I can see you kicking some palm trees over, you know, like the locals just hire you for like, we need to harvest some coconuts. Call Bolo. Like, his name's not Bolo. Like, that motherfucker knows who I'm talking about. I do have a, a black belt in Taekwondo, but that was back when I was a little kid. Yeah. Mm -hmm. A black belt in Taekwondo? Mm -hmm. Shit, that's at least a brown belt now by the time you're older now, right? I think I think I memorize a lot of I it. I mean, you can kick some fucking boards down still. Yeah. I'm, I'm, next time I need you to I need to redo this studio. <laughs> like, fuck a sledgehammer, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, like fuck a sledgehammer, dude. This guy's fucking. All I gotta give him just is have a fucking. Him, just have him punch through all the walls. Yeah, I'll give him some fucking uh, pre workout and he'll be all right. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I need. That's all I ask for. You have to snort it. Yeah. Okay. I think you said okay. Yeah, it's okay. And this time, have you had any? Um, any rational fears that you normally wouldn't have? Like you just think about like the mortality of perhaps like yourself or family members, or have you felt like perhaps like the way that economy is kind of being driven, kind of like accelerates certain part, um, certain points that you normally wouldn't look at. I do think that current events have, uh, accentuated certain components of that where like my, my mind jumps to this framework called Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Shit, man. At least you have a plan. And this, the, the needs, <laughs> they go from like more, more fundamental to more abstract at the top. Okay, let's hear it. At the base are basic, your basic physiological needs so that you have food, water, Roof shelter. Yeah. And then above that, you have community and, and like psychological needs. Right. So you have community, you have belonging, and you're doing things that are meaningful. And to this you. is called what? 
Kazlov's? Maslow's. M-A-S-L-O-W, his hierarchy of needs. Yeah. All you ignorant fools like me, check that fool out. And then, and then as you as you uh, fulfill each level of like basic needs and you can move up to the next one, you eventually get to the very top of his this pyramid of needs. And at the top is this thing called self-realization, where uh-huh. which you may have heard the term before, is it's like a person being like their highest self, like whatever their experience and unique worldview and skills and blah, 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 uh-huh. allows them like to give and to share their gift to the world. Uh-huh. Like that is the, like almost like the, the highest thing that a person ought to strive for. Okay. And like I was existing, I, I at least I think I was existing in a state like that before COVID hit, before wildfire yeah. hit and all that shit. Okay. And then when all those things hit, the, the certainty of those lower levels of the pyramid do not become as certain as they once were. And like, we need to address those before I can go back and do more creative work mm-hmm. to the level that I was used to. Yeah. Like, um, like the ones that were on the top tier, which is like self-realization now kind of have to be pushed down because now you have to take care of the base core yeah. of what is just survival living, blah, 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 whatever we want to call it. Yeah. Kind of like that. Instead of waking up and drinking coffee and, and thinking about what are, what are the topics I want to write about mm-hmm. today, it's more of a, am I going to get moved from uh, evacuation warning to mandatory yeah. evacuation and yeah, like yeah. get all my shit and yeah, yeah, for go sure. to one of these centers or, or what? And it was just like a, a state of uncertainty like that for two weeks to a month straight. Yeah, for sure. What do you think, Manny? I like it. I mean... I, I, I like, like it. it. I like it. Yeah. I mean, I like well, it. Well, he doesn't like, like it to himself anymore. <laughs> he doesn't refer back to basic fucking survival. Like, I mean, I, like I, like, I mean, like I like it because it like it it makes you it makes you handle everything you need to handle first, you know, and like yeah, and then that's you true. Can, and then on a primal level, and yeah, exactly. And you like redu- like re- reduce yourself to like that primal like your primal necessities first, and then yeah. you can move on to like, hey, maybe I'll watch like I'll, maybe I'll play video games today because I have that free time, you know. But first. Yeah. First, I got to make sure everything that I have is handled. Yeah. You know what I'm like and there's this, uh, so I just like to read really abstract shit that are, that seem are seemingly really separated from the realm of powerlifting coaching is, which is oh. what I primarily do, but it's for the sake of, uh, like injecting new novel information into this, this, uh, realm of information, like fitness, sport, blah, blah, blah. It's, oh. it's pretty much fucking inbred and it's really frustrating because it's all the same shit mm-hmm. repackaged, sold for more money. Yeah. Yeah. Just like a different um, outlook or different philosophy on how to like kind of attack it in a way. Yeah. Well, I and, mean, yeah. and a lot of uh, what like the re- this recent stuff that I've been reading over the last two years or so is, is about safety science. So it's like, how does a person tell that they're in, in a safe environment? Like and, safe environment for like lifting or like. So like- in, in what I do, it's under in, under the context of I want them to be as comfortable and low stress mm. outside of training so that when they're in training, I can like, you can stress them out. I can like fuck them up real bad (laughs) and then trust that they're going to recover from it outside of the gym. What is it? You want cheers or what, man? Uh, Grab a little, little, little point to her. Little point to her? Yeah, man. I can, I can go to bed by like one or more. I usually go to bed by one in the morning anyways and wake up at four. So yeah, I can handle it. You want a little piece? (laughs) He's like, no, no, no. that'd be a waste. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like this? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I eat a little more than that, but. So mashing your mouth. I don't I kinda got a flavor. I just I feel like back then, um I feel like every time I ate um mushrooms like 
We always made a big deal. Like, we got to put it in pizza. We got to drink orange juice. And we got to, like, put peanut butter. Bro, foot butter. And I'm like, nah, I can just throw them in the back. Like, you know, like, it just tastes like um non-flavored um sunflower seeds. Yeah. With, yeah. like, a little dampened flavor. Like, maybe they got wet. Yeah, they don't, don't taste, they don't taste as bad as, like, people make them out to seem. What the fuck? No. They're like, oh, you dude, you got to fucking cook. I'm like, dude, like, they're not that bad. Like, you, like, chew them up. Don't be a little bitch. And then, like, take a swig of whatever drink you like. One of my college friends, he loved mushrooms. But then every time he, he would take them, he would have to excuse himself for 15 minutes and just, like, puke his guts out. Oh, really? So oh, you saying he went to go jack off. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was me. Dude, I had it, like, <laughs> you, you have jacking off problems. <laughs> I don't call them problems. I think they're, I think they're <laughs> Do you normal. you have jacking off fucking um, um, habits? Yeah. You oh, just absolutely. Get, they just clear your mind real quick, you know? No, yeah, I would man. call them accolades, you know? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like, you're like, just watch fucking triple penetration. And then like in the corner of your fucking eyesight, you see this achievement pop up like back in the Xbox 360 days. Dude, they should <laughs> have that. Dude, we should hit up Pornhub. Oh, yeah. We should hit up Pornhub for that, dude. But it should be like, for dude, anything. Like, anything? Dude? I think once we get moving into So we're like, going to go into like some Black Mirror type shit, dog? Not Black Mirror. We're going to keep it chiller. Like once we get replacing our optics and stuff, and then you can like put like, you know how back in the... Notifications um, pop up. Yeah. Just so, like in your eyeball. So I imagine like... um. Optics are going to be still Android, like Apple, right? But on the Android side, you can kind of remake your, like, interface, like, kind of like um, MySpace days. And so that you can, like, if you want, you can download UIs from, like, other software that you've already seen in real life. Like, let's say, perhaps Microsoft, Xbox 360. Yeah. And so you do something, like... Or, like, Diablo. Like, you, like the first time you busted on some fucking chick's face <laughs> while while uppercutting her at the same time. Wow. And it's a cho- Some a Sasha cheap- Gray type <laughs> shit, dog. So who? Some Sasha Gray type Who's shit. Who's that? It was this porn star that got punched. Who is that? She got. Yeah, dude. He's just like. It's like. It's just like George Bush. Come on, dude. If you've been on the internet, you should have known about Sasha Gray. She was like a huge meme back in the day. I'm not in the right places. Maybe I'm in the wrong. She she like won. She was doing like. Like who the hell just gets busted on an uppercut? Dude, no. She was. I thought I was just being upset. She was watching a. She was in a porn and she was like. I'm sure. And. I guess she was like coming or whatever, and she was just like punch me, daddy, or whatever. And like the dude actually like punched her in the stomach or something. I forgot how it was. Wow, but dude, and like she actually got like punched. And you watch this? I did. I had to. I heard about it. Sorry, you, know, you got to check it Sorry, out sometime. Yeah. And like, yeah, you know, and then life, you get like man. you got to experience something. I'm know? not hitting on it. Yeah, not either. Yeah. I mean, she asked for it, right? Yeah, yeah, she asked for it. That's pretty true, man. What do you think about that, Ed? You were kind of upset that he didn't watch it too. I saw the arm like, come on, man. Yeah, man. It's, yeah, he watched. It's like it, an everyday. It's like a household name for sure. Yeah, it's just like Heinz ketchup, right? We were talking about porn stars. Who's your favorite porn star right now? Or do you? you know? I, don't, I don't really know the names. Oh, okay. It's just like a. That's certain what I keep trying to tell Manny. I was like, I don't look at the names. But I, just, I mean, like sometimes I remember the tattoos and the tits. That's what I do. Yeah, I don't know. Sometimes, like, I'll be like, dude, who is that? God damn. You know what I'm saying? Like, I nodded real good to that. I mean, yeah. like, I, like, I I've, see. I've done, like, the extended click where I look what, where the name look it links into, but I won't, like, put it in the notebook and be like, I won't put it in the notebook. I'll be like, like Sasha Banks or whatever fuck her name may be. <laughs> Sasha Banks. Uh, no, I mean, I'll remember the name and then I'll check them out and then I'll be like, all right, I'm over it. And then I'll forget about them. But, like, yeah. like the only one would, like, Ones I remember are like the really top tier ones. Like the See, top of the I top. just think of like banging body brunette. <laughs> okay, there you go. Okay, so a better question would be what is the top searches, not oh, names? There you go. The categories, genres, you know, the implications, you know, physical attributes. Like my, my go tos are POV, 
Yeah. So you're a head guy. PV always starts with the head. Head? Like you can see the person's face? No, like getting head. Like, like, getting like the woman head. is given the oral. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's more of the like vicarious. Like the experience. VR? Yeah, yeah. VR. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay, yeah, okay. Do you have a VR? No. Uh, no. Would you get one for porn? No. Okay. I feel like I couldn't do it either. Just for I couldn't that, do man. it either. Yeah, man. I got my routine down for like two decades now. You're not changing it. Yeah, it, it works. I'll tell you what, though. When I was like 19, as far as I got was um, I, I went to the site of like one of those fucking, um, one of those like um, fucking vaginal vortex tubes, you know? God damn. <laughs> You know the ones? You know the ones that will take your dick to a black hole? Like and then I put light? it in my I put it in my shopping cart, but then I didn't go to the checkout though. And I was like, I can't do this. <laughs> my morals kicked in. Yeah? <laughs> your Catholic morals? Yeah. Your mom. What if your mom opened that? Was that back when you were living uh, alone? Or was that nineteen? Uh, either there was right before I moved out or right when I moved out. Uh, which both make sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like you like it, if you put your eye to it, like you know, remember those, um, remember those little like uh, bowling balls that you choke, yeah, and it had a diamond in it, and it would tell you yes, no, maybe, and then one of them would be like, go fuck yourself or whatever, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah, dude, it was like putting your eye to one of those, and it would just <laughs> let you know what was going on with life, dude, Dang, you know? dude your, you but with your dick though, <laughs> yeah, you put your different hole. In <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know where I'm going with it, but uh, yeah, man, it was an interesting point in life, man. For sure. Nice. What was like? Have you ever bought any sex toys in? Never. Uh, have you ever thought about it? So, to to tie this back to this, this samurai named uh, Miyamoto Musashi. He. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it! So, damn. so he, he he's this, this this master of of swordsmanship who duelled so many different people. He want half this full. Um, he he had his book right, the something of something something. The book of five rings. That book of five rings. Yes, yeah. I've heard of it. He's like I actually bought it. Something. something. <laughs> I was like, exactly. I, I book it. it. I bought it. I have it. You want a gold? Uh, yeah, sure. I'll take it. Yeah, all right. So he he's this guy who's, who like did his first duel at twelve years old, something that young, and he and he just went undefeated for his whole life. He's not perhaps. I mean, uh, by any chance, he's not the guy who wrote the the Art of War, right? No, that's Sun Tzu. Okay. That's a Chinese dude, isn't it? Yeah, but but similar ideas. Like both both of those books were one like my my seminal books as a young like man growing up in high school without any other guidance really. So yeah. in in Musashi's book, he writes about like what are the four uh, like elements of swordsmanship, and at the very end he has just like here's fifteen tips on being a good swordsman, and mm-hmm. one of them is is like make this walk your everyday walk. So in other words, how you do swordsmanship is how you do everything else. <laughs> In your life, yeah, just like uh, it's so like, to tie back to the the sex toys, yeah, it's it's like how I do things, how I do powerlifting, how I go about studying, writing, producing content, blah blah blah, is how I go about making food, is how I go about masturbating, dope, having man. pleasurable stimulation, and blah blah blah. So it's very simple. It's like the basics, just done really well, ah. dude. So okay, so every time you make teriyaki chicken, you put teriyaki with lube. Yeah. yeah, and then sprinkle some sesame seeds Ooh. on top. <laughs> what if a sesame seed got stuck in your pee hole, dude? That would be rough. Nah, man. Dude, and then you shoot it out. Like, what? What if you learn how to shoot out sesame and seeds? And then it make, of- No, I think a chia seed would be worse because it gets all mucusy. You know, it gets stuck in there, right? Uh, but you, I want to say you dude, learn how to chia shoot them out. Chia seed is like slimy though, unless you're talking about raw and like sun dried. But I'm talking about like shooting them out. So you have like a oh, little. Okay, right. So then you like. 
stuff a bunch into there, and then you have like a little machine gun, a little sesame seed. Okay, let me ask a question. <laughs> you know, like I mean, girls can shoot out ping pong balls out of yeah. their pussies. Why can't we shoot out sesame seeds out of well, our dicks? Well, if you could shoot air out of your dick, yeah, that's true. That's true. Otherwise, right. whoever's like whatever the target is, is just getting pissed on. Oh uh, yeah, you're right. Never mind. There. Which which might not be a bad thing. Yeah, yeah. But then we get into some freaking uh, what's his name the the comedian that pissed on people. R. Um, Kelly. R. Kelly. Or no, there was a no, another, another yeah, Bear Grylls. Artist. It was R. Kelly. Bear Grylls. I guess his artist in his own way. No, there was a comedian. <laughs> no, no, no. Never mind. It was a different one. Never mind. It, it was a different thing. R. It was Kelly. a. Uh, it was. A, I was thinking of a. Uh, he was an old, very old comedian. He got in trouble for like. Um, basically drugging girls and then sleeping with them. Uh, Bill Cosby. Yeah, Bill Cosby. There you go. Yeah, Never mind. Wrong, wrong thing. It was R. Kelly, the one that was pissing on like underage girls. They're both yeah. black. Got they were it. both black. Yeah. I didn't yeah, want to say. I guess that. that's a. <laughs> that's a yeah. That's something for sure. Hey, uh, I don't know if you guys listened to on the last um, the young JRE man, um, uh, the young Alex Jones got back on the podcast. Did he? Yeah, he, with uh, you know who Tim Dillon is. He's Tim Dillon. He's a, he's a comedian slash conspiracist and podcaster. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I has a yeah. He's like um yeah a comedian and political commentator perhaps. Yeah. Um, so Alex Jones um got back on the podcast and you like obviously he's been like um, shadow banned and then like completely just like blocked <laughs> off from all media right and um and then as most the uh, podcast listeners know Joe Rogan is now on a Spotify contract mm-hmm. so. Um, him coming onto that podcast was like kind of sort of a big deal, right? Because like he's been blacklisted or listed as like a right wing con- like conspiracist or yeah. follower, yeah. yeah. And so then like oh like he's on there, you know. But if you listen to it, man, it's pretty fucking gold, dude. Like he really <laughs> like he will ram- ramble onto some crazy stuff, dude. Yeah, but, it was pretty um, good. I listened to it today. Yeah, it was good. But one thing I kind of wanted just ask out of it was um. Obviously, I'm assuming you're a, you're a believer in uh, climate change. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. What, what, what? Um, not that I know too much about it, but I'm just gonna ask a couple questions, kind of based on what I've been listening to. Okay. Um, like, uh, do you feel like a uh, like uh, electronic and solar is kind of like the way to go, or do you still kind of believe that there should be like a space for like uh, coal and uh, fossil fuel burning? Like, what do you or have you looked into any of that stuff? So to it's like we, we got the essence of of Musashi and like do make this walk your everyday walk thing and then like in my training and uh-huh. with my athletes I okay. I try to give them training that allows them to sustain it not just for like the near future but so that they can live a physical existence for the rest of their lives and derive the benefits of strength training when they're 60 70 80 uh-huh. years old and still so be nuclear so <laughs> so that, I mean <laughs> yeah. so that, not a joke that's what I studied in yeah. college I studied yeah, nuclear yeah. engineering yeah. and it's like nuclear solar yeah blah, 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 et cetera, et cetera. Like uh-huh. all these other energy sources are, it's like if we think in so many years down the line when humanity has extracted all the fossil fuels from the earth, yeah. then what? What do you do? Yeah. Do you do you implement it then or do we implement it proactively? Yeah, for sure. So like that's, that's like uh, my way of convincing myself that. For sure. These other uh, energy sources are, they ought to be implemented now and it, we ought to ask, why aren't they being implemented more rapidly than they currently are? For sure. And a lot of money power yeah. which is just governing that. Can I ask you another question also based on curiosity? Like, yeah. So like um, fossil fuels are built on like obviously like fossil fuel, right? And uh, the 
the periods and the eras before us for humanity even came upon regardless of like if we're talking about like supposedly how like 10,000 or it could be like 200,000 years ago that we existed right yeah the dinosaur that whole era lasted way longer than us or they had been long on the earth longer right yeah according to basic science so the amount of fossil fuels should be like at an exponential amount higher than what we're consuming unless we're consuming at a rate so high that's like tens of thousands or millions compared you know like like i think what he's saying is um, i would say that our consumption right now it it's exponentially increasing i think but, but I, because like when or like the boom of the consumption of all these fuels has only been recent. It's like, it's an early yeah. stage in that exponential thing. Yeah. Cause uh, what, um, what Alex Jones was saying on the podcast is that back in like the old times and like the dinosaur area, okay. like carbon, carbon, carbon dioxide was very, was way more in there where there was a lot more in the air. higher. Yeah. It was like a <laughs> hundred to 500 or like 50, yeah. 50 times to 500 times higher than what it is now and then um plants were thriving though like plants were bigger than they've ever been and like now and like now that we have a lot of carbon they've been apparently alex jones said that they've been uh experimented with having plants inside of a building with or like inside of a greenhouse and having them just like pumping carbon in there nonstop, and they have been thriving more than they've ever thrived like thrived outside or anything okay so what he was saying is that like um are you like that carbon might be kind of good for the environment actually, instead yeah. of like the way that social media and like yeah, politics um, has le- like left us to yeah. believe. And there's also research saying that obviously on some hands, um, the carbon dioxide levels will make the earth heat up versus cooling down. Cause that's so what it could be. Have. It could be a fluctuation of both depending on what the levels are. Yeah. Cause that's what they were saying too. That was like in 2012 that we were going to hit up with like a new ice age. And that's why the movie 2012 was made like, with yeah. The, with and the new ice yeah. Age. Or not, not 2012, yeah. but the last storm. And also that, like, um, or not the last storm, but the one with the hate, like a huge ice age hit like New York and everything yeah. was like frozen over and everybody was like dying. Or yeah. And, uh, but like EV, and, EV vehicle manufacturers put out more carbon dioxide on the plant level than um, clean coal vehicles do on a uh, exhaust level. So like so like um, like the the manufacturers put out a, a higher amount of that carbon than the you know like regular fossil fuel vehicles do like the, muffler wise because of the emissions. Apparently, yeah. something that I also said is that they found up like a new like uh, a new, a new like, source a new source of clean like clean, clean fossil clean fossil fuels like very very clean. where you don't have to filter and buffer them or yeah. whatnot whereas in like china yeah. china has like or china and like where everywhere else that uses fossil fuels yeah. they you have like really dirty and they have to like clean it and, and this they, is stuff that we've heard like not that we believe yeah and, this is just and then also yeah, yeah, that yeah. another thing to to mention is that um like if we do turn over to electric like electronic vehicles like a to b like say over five years like that short, like we just cut everything out. Those are, those are conflict materials. And those are materials that you have to go to another country to get. And those countries are not going to just voluntarily give them those up. Okay. You know, yeah, like there's a bunch of places where like, um, where was it? Like uh, if you're going to go get, pota- I don't know. Like like if you're laying back like, to Borat, like if you're going to go get potassium, you're, um, they're not going to just hand it over right now. It's a lithium. Lithi- uh, yeah. Well, yeah, lithium's lithium. the right one. China was it? That needs. Yeah. Uh, yeah. China and also Mexico has like the highest natural resource rate. On the yeah. planet right now, too, for, as far as oils and stuff. So, yeah, I don't know. So it's, it's a crazy, it's a crazy subject for sure. It really is, and so much of it 
it's like the, there. I haven't listened to this. I don't know anything about what was covered in yeah this one, but there's like a parallel of that in nuclear power, where so much of the stigma toward historical nuclear engineering or, or nuclear uh, like power plants as an energy source is like we had these big accidents that happened, uh-huh. but like so much of the technology has come a long way since then, where uh-huh. those were built so many like almost a century ago. Yeah, those are um, supposedly they said the the rate the standard rating for most um, nuclear um, facilities has a standard rating for thirty five years, mm-hmm. and most of the um, plants that we have currently have already surpassed that by maybe a year or more than that. Yeah, they haven't like apparently the plant like nuclear <laughs> yeah. plants that we have now haven't implemented like new like, technologies on how to like cool things and like yeah. do everything. Like they nuclear, just keep everything just if it's yeah. not broken, don't fix it type yeah. mentality. If, but, yeah, and because there's like, like the, the the science, like those reactors were generation one, generation two. They're generation four, generation five reactors that yeah, are so sure. modern and efficient and blah, blah, blah. But it's like people don't know what to do with the, the spent nuclear fuel from these old plants. And yeah. like there was originally uh, this this repository in, in Nevada where we were going to put all the nuclear fuel, the spent nuclear fuel in the country underground, under this big ass mountain so that it had the least likelihood of damaging and uh, like neighboring civilization. But because humans are irrational, they're emotionally driven, they have fear governing so many of their thoughts and they have so many, uh, they're like different vested interests. People have different interests. People have different financial obligations and uh, political obligations or alliances or whatever you want to call it that Make it so their ability to to act on something that seems objectively rational and as simple as this energy source is is more efficient than that For energy sure. source or this one's yeah like cleaner quote unquote cleaner than that energy source we should go with this one yeah but good luck trying to sell that to people who yeah like on a mass scale yeah, yeah. especially yeah, when sure. like media and everybody especially like when everybody the the power that we use right now is being controlled like they have all the money right now and they don't they could easily influence the media to be like, no, this nuclear engineering, then just do a bunch of scare tactics yeah. on like yeah, everybody yeah. and just scare everybody to be like, no, we can't do it. Cause it's going to like make us have like a third leg or a third arm, you know, type stuff. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's really tough to, yeah. to like come to terms with that where, I mean, I feel like I'm always going to have this sort of naive optimism that even though all these malicious, sinister forces exist out there, that are against this, these youthful, naive ideals that I hold deep down, yeah. that it's still worth uh, like trying and like acting and working toward making those things a reality versus just accepting that. I'm just this small individual. I can't impact this at such a large scale. So therefore, like just fuck everything. I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm just going to have a good time, whatever. And you're just going to power live yeah, in I'm your backyard. Gonna, yeah. With your sunglasses, dude. I've been noticing like the sunglasses, different sunglasses, dude. Like, I gotta en- keep it entertaining somehow, yeah, man. Dude, they're fucking looking good out there. The sun looking brown, tan, looking muscular and shit. Yeah, but uh, I feel like I just sobered up from a five or six year mushroom trip. Uh, and why do you feel that? Because I feel this, it's probably related to what we were talking about before this increased uh, threat due to like. Climate and fire and blah blah blah. So you think that like, and I feel like I, it's like okay, you've you've followed these selfish, you've went down this selfish road after just going crazy off of these mushrooms and acid, 
And now you're going to use your gift toward math and science and oh, physics. I'm, I missed something. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going though. Uh, to use like this gift toward math and physics and like apply like the applied the application of that knowledge for the bettering of society as a whole. And it's like okay, powerlifting. You can still do it. You can still coach it. Do it, but put it on the back burner. And the focus right now is going to be how do I apply this 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 knowledge of nuclear power to to the at a larger scale and like apply what I've used in sport where it's like there are these habits that you do on a daily basis and you just do it over time and it snowballs and builds this momentum for you to make a larger impact years down the line. So you, right now you're thinking of going back into like nuclear engineering and stuff yeah. and like actually focusing on a career in that? Yeah. Oh, dang, dude. Yeah. That's a big change. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, uncertainty. I mean, well obviously, right now, and that was the perfect yeah. time. There's man. just like so much shit going on. You can become useful. Especially as it relates to sport, where yeah. sport in, in that, in that, uh, in the hierarchy of needs, it represents this smaller thing where it's like, okay, uh, they have... It, we're just uh, to, to put it a different way, sport and fitness are like signs of privilege and luxury. Like, I train in my backyard six days a week and I just like go and exert my body for two to three hours a day. And there are people out in the fields doing this repeatedly for yeah. hundreds and thousands of reps for eight hours a day so that they can uh, feed their family and, and put a roof over their heads. And it's like, okay, that that certainly highlights that fitness and like quote unquote health. And uh-huh. that's a whole different rabbit hole that we can go down if you'd like. Yeah. Uh, like that is for the people who have the time and the energy for sure. Yeah. To, to devote to that. <laughs> so with like, with like the whole nuclear engineering thing, like do you have any theories on like, or doing like, what do you like, what's your focus going to be on? So I think the, the self-awareness piece has me realize that when I like I'm the type of person who needs to see a long-term vision for a thing before I commit to doing it Mm. where if I if like the vision is kind of hazy but it's there I'm gonna I'm gonna like fucking twiddle my thumbs and dick around until put it off basically yeah until I really commit to it okay and then once I commit to it then I'm like historically I, I would have these large grandiose ideas about because I have this like heightened sense of what I'm capable of Height more like we all are though we all have our own so a little ego yeah little ego involved in that though yeah right? so like after all the psychedelics there's still a little bit ego left oh, that's why like i didn't you know kill myself <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah i mean that's what made me start doing comedy with, like my ego too yeah like, it's all ego yeah wait all, like before we hop any further you said that's why i didn't kill myself did you ever <laughs> attempt to i never attempted to okay for sure but there like one during one of the trips it was just like when when like the realization of of ego and ego death and like oneness with the environment and like what is what is all the suffering kind of for yeah. like when i was at the peak of that moment it was like no matter what i do it's all going to be different shades of suffering right so yeah. what the fuck is the point and then i got i like broke past that and it's like oh so then i can learn how to like just love everybody love everyone around me and then for sure and then learn how to do that 
because there's nuance to it. It's not just like the simple fucking social media caption of just love and light, just spread love, oh, yeah. and it's yeah. the, oh, that's sure. it. Versus like, oh, it's fucking messy. It's really messy if if you're not in this bubble bubble of privilege. That I feel like um, social media has like polarized everything. Love everything. It's everything is like so black and white on social media, but everything is really gray. It's really gray. That's it's really that's, really gray. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. And and like that, I feel like that is will always pull me back to this reality because it's like I could, I like I've, uh, I've, as we've gone over before, I've done a lot of psychedelics in my life, but uh, me personally, I'm looking to get some sort of answer or some sort of idea, or as I was just talking about, some sort of vision of a, a way of life that, that I want to transition into just doing that every day. And to go back to the Musashi too. You enjoying that? You smelling that, dude? I'm you sorry. enjoyed that smell? I, 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 don't interrupt the man. Let me, I'll talk, talk about it later. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Let him talk. Yeah. I've, lost, mean, I've lost my train of thought. I, I see I see what you're saying. God damn like, it, Manny. I'm sorry. It's just I heard. And then we both looked. <laughs> we both looked. I didn't think you, I was close. You, I was dude, like, you were so close. I heard it. I was like, dude, what the? But I see what you're saying, Ned. Like, um, because uh, when I was, when like the whole reason I started doing like acid and like the whole reason I did acid in the beginning was because I had no idea what I wanted to do with myself and yeah. like do anything. And I, I feel like at that moment, like when I did acid, DMT and everything, I was like, I was looking for like a purpose, like what's my purpose, you know? And like, you know, I think a large part of why some like young, us young, younger people, younger populations, especially now where there's this like blowback or pendulum swing the opposite direction from like conventional religion that our families have have been accustomed to is like we're like human beings it's almost like human beings a natural thing that human beings seek is some sort of like spiritual quote-unquote spirituality thing yeah for sure but for us it's like okay there's this fucking christianity and catholicism but fuck that but to to to, to sort of guide me toward like what is your yeah. deeper meaning you're not just going through the mechanics of being a human being feeding yourself going to work and Fulfilling is this capitalistic duty. Yeah. But there's like, there must be more to that. Yeah, for sure. I, um, I've been watching this show called dark matter, dude. That's like actually from 2017. And, uh, it's a total sci-fi show and it's pretty much a bunch of mercenaries who lost their, um, their memories on like a fucking, on a, like a, a mission. And they wipe their own memories because they're like, we've done so much fucked up shit. Like we literally just going to wipe out. And they like, they like, uh, cryozone themselves. Like, I don't know, a hundred years later or some, or like some amount, like 10 years later, or whatever. I don't know what it is. I want to do that now. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Exactly. This is what I'm trying to lean to is like, um, in the future, the people are going to have the ability to, um, we all have memories, right? Or we all have experiences. And then in that moment, we haven't grown enough so we can accept what happened. And then in that moment, you're like, you're desperate to escape. At least me, I'm going to speak out of it. I'm not going to say we. Me, when I like, I'll, I'll have an experience and then I'm desperate to escape out of it, regardless of what it may like entail, just because I want to get out of it. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not talking about like, oh, this one little thing bad happened. Like, like something that's like actually affecting my life, right? And then in the future, you're going to be able to pay for that where you can essentially get your memory wiped. But the crazy thing that I've been watching on the show is that like they keep trying to wipe their own memories, but they never learn because the <laughs> memories are part of, you know, becoming a new person. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like 
I don't know, like in the future, that's going to be a thing. Like people are going to be addicted to instead of surgeries, they're going to be like, I'm addicted to wiping my memories. Yeah. Well, that's it. Um, yeah. That's one thing that like they've said, like, I don't know who said it, but like take one hit of this young, young, <coughs> yeah, nah. take one hit, a little, little hit, just one little one. I've already got enough of a contact high that I am down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that I am down. He said. Just hold it for like five seconds and then let it out, man. Like you don't got to think and, like um, the hundred hits or anything. That's something that like, uh, that's like a theory that like humans are doomed to like repeat the same mistakes over and over. Yeah. It's the karmic cycle. Yeah. It's, um, yeah. and, uh, reincarnation. And if you're a shitty <laughs> human being, you're going to get reborn as a fucking maggot. Exactly. Yes, sir. Or a fly. But same, like, same life cycle. But then like the human nature is the same thing. Cause like over time, it's always the same. Like we always reach a point in civilizations where like when Rome falls, Greece fell, yeah. everything's falling. And right uh, now we're about to fall, yeah. dude. I a hundred percent believe that like, I think, we're about to reach the end of civilization or end of this civilization yeah. as we know it. Cause like from like in Roman times in Greece times, like what they've said is like, or like studies have shown is that like when everybody started like just basically fucking each other and just saying fuck like genders and like fuck sexual, whatever, just fuck everybody. That's like the point that like the Vikings came to be yeah, exactly. But like, the, like that's the point when Rome fell, you know, that, that was what led to like, it wasn't, it's not that exactly, but like, yeah, that was like one of the catalysts that like led to like Rome falling and then like the next civilization rising and like civilizations fall. And I a hundred percent believe like that this yeah, civilization sure. is about to fall. I think right now, I think we're just had a, like a giant pendulum swing where we're so far. I don't know which way left or right. I don't know which way it is, but we're so far one way. And eventually it's going to censor itself, hopefully. And uh, usually I feel like I'm usually the one who's like somewhat nihilistic or pessimistic, but I kind of feel like, um, bec- oh shit, I just dropped this joint. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Going off the room. Be because because I've been watching the, sh- because I've been watching the show and, and there's a point where they get a hold of, um, of like, uh, pretty much like they have, they have, they have mechanisms that they can jump space time and it just like opens up a black hole anywhere right yeah and because due to that time has now bent to as they call it it becomes fluid at some point where like one person or one thing can affect all of history and right now i kind of feel like we're at that point where like everything is so jumbled up where one thing can like literally like change everything and then i'm not saying it's me or anybody i know but i'm saying something's gonna happen really soon whether it's for the good or the bad but it's going to be a massive change. Yeah. Yeah. Like right now, like time, there's no control on any side of these platforms and something's going to happen. And I don't know who's going to get it, but something's going to be Bro, massively different now. I feel like everybody in the world just needs to do some psychedelics. You know, it just needs to experience ego death at least once. If they're okay with sound mind. I think that would be so helpful from yeah. the sense everybody. of just like having this heightened sense of empathy between people. Yeah, exactly. You know, For sure. Yeah. You know, like, like, you know how cool Donald Trump would be if he did, like, some psychedelics and had an ego death? Because he has a fucking tremendous ego. He probably did a, did psychedelics and had, like, horrible trips. And now he's just paranoid about everything for the rest maybe, of his life. Maybe. Yeah. If anything, think, he's like, I don't like it. It makes me, like, react about my life. And then he's like, I'm going to go ahead and be in the same douchebag. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, That's maybe, a horrible impression. Yeah. That, was that sounded like Oleg Baldwin or something. <laughs> he's like, I'm Oleg Baldwin. I'm here to tell you that. Homophobia is bad. <laughs> but um, give me a little Joey Diaz cocksucker. A little bit of Joey Diaz cocksucker, you know what I'm saying? 
I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, I'm not an impressionist. Are you familiar uh, with uh, the philosophy of Stoicism? Uh, I've heard of it before, for sure. Uh, I know it sounds cool. Uh, it, it's a philosophy from these these people called the Stoics. And one of the most uh, famous Stoics was uh, Marcus Aurelius, who was the emperor of Rome at one point. That's the guy from uh, Gladiator with Russell Crowe, right? That's the, uh, Marcus Aurelius? It was the dad. Yeah, it was uh, his dad. It's his dad? Russell uh, Crowe's dad? Uh, Joaquin Phoenix's dad. Oh, he was the... So what was a, what was what was Russell Crowe's name? Russell Crowe was the was Maximus, who was the general for the armies. I thought his name was Maximus Aurelius. Oh, Maximus Decimus Murdius. Mur- oh, Maximus C- commander Decimus of the commander of the of the, of the right or right wing army. I love that <laughs> movie. That movie is so great. Michael Pence. Dude, I'm about to do. I'm gonna do uh, mushrooms and watch that movie. Oh, oh yeah. dude, you know what? I just watched um, on mushrooms. Uh, fuck, what was it called? Predator. Oh, <laughs> oh my God, dude. Yes. Oh, I just watched Predator on Mushrooms, man. I have a whole outlook on life based on that now. It changed your life? <laughs> it changed my life, man. Yeah. Dude, Predator? That yeah. freaking goddamn. Yeah. Like, I was just the like. The first one? I was like, I was like, that's like, that's like their hound dog being sent to planet, right? Like, he just dominates the basic human one versus five at any point. <laughs> Like, what if they sent the big motherfuckers, you know? Like, you guys watched the newest Predator? I did, yeah. yeah. Where they sent the big motherfucker? Like, he's the one with a nine-inch dick, you know? <laughs> and that's <laughs> a small one. <laughs> yeah. That's a small dick, you know? <coughs> and I was like, man, it would make sense that they would take our genetics and be like, well, let's make us bigger and let's make us better and let's make us faster and let's make us more smarter, Ed, you know? Do you believe in in aliens? You think there's I think that's obvious that I think it's yes. I, I think it's what version of aliens do you believe in or how yeah, many? Do you think there's versions? gonna be some predators out there coming out here and just fucking murdering and murking everyone? Or do you think like there's some cool dope ass aliens that would be like, yo So I, I definitely have the imagination. <laughs> I, I've uh, I'm a big fan of Cthulhu and like sci fi is one of my yeah. favorite genres and I like yeah, to draw yeah. fucking weird aliens and shit. Yeah, yeah. But as much as I would I would like those things to exist, I, I think You draw away from it? It, it's it's more of like what is the likelihood that I'm going to interact with an alien in yeah. my lifetime, and that's probably really low. Yeah. Okay. You think like but what was the question? The question was what, what version you, or what type of alien would exist? Do you think like there's aliens though? Like, do you believe like? So I like I like the uh, like the really gigantic translucent space manta ray oh, that kind of alien or yeah, like a yeah. like a space octopus kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty much like it's like an intergalactic nut. Because <laughs> you know how it has a civilization yeah, in it. You know, yeah. Well, if you think about it, our nut has millions of fucking <laughs> millions and millions of us. It already so is. it is an intergalactic <laughs> fucking space organism. But it's but this one has RGBW, which means it can go red, green, blue, W, and any white. Red, blue, blue W. <laughs> red, red. My bad. Red, Just the green. Fourth dimension. The fourth dimension. <laughs> Dog. I uh, like <laughs> my bad. Okay, that was okay. Yeah. That one. No, keep on explaining. RGB, RGB was means red, green, blue. I know, and, but you said then, three W. And I know, it was just hella funny. <laughs> uh, they sound cooler that way. Though. I did, it did. It, it flowed, it flowed. It's because it it's because W is at the end because you can um you can oscillate the W which For means white. whites. Yeah, yeah. This guy's a he. Oh shit, he's red shit. Damn, but, don't, um, don't don't be mistaken with that mustache. Right? <laughs> he's, like he's gonna be waiting at Home Depot. <laughs> but seriously, I'd like. So, um, going back to my alien things, I honestly, What's up, don't think, like, 
I believe like that we haven't like aliens haven't visited us again, again. Because I say because they did. I uh, like maybe they did. That like, they haven't. They haven't because we are constantly at Since war with when, each though? other. Since, Since when? like ancient times. Ancient times. They, really? Like they haven't like interacted fully with us and like showed themselves because we still okay. Like, okay. Yeah. 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 Because we still like like saying what's up. What's good? Yeah. Like saying yeah. what's up and like saying because we still like have yeah. in war. They say what's up, fool. Yeah. Exactly. They come in and say what's up. Yeah. Because we still have like so much wars with each other that like and we hate each other and we have yeah. so much hate and then we haven't united as like a race. But yeah. back then, yeah. I don't think we're any closer though. But, but back then. Back then, like you had a bunch of different civilizations, though, and they were like we Atlantis. were still way, like we were still primitive, you know. So like they could they could tell one thing, like one one tribe, one thing, and then another one. Yeah, not. exactly. But like now, like the, the, we're in a completely different age, like, and we're still at war with each other, and okay. like having all like and these they're like, dude, if we introduce themselves and they just decide to throw <laughs> fucking nukes at us, fuck that, we're just gonna like check up on them every once in a while. They see us, they see us, but then like, Damn. you know, yeah, I guess so. Let the smart man talk, dude. He yeah, knows, exactly, dude. He I'm knows, too high. He knows stuff, dude. He knows. To, to go back to talk on the maggot and the fly, <laughs> and you get reincarnated as like a KK yeah. person, and yeah. it's like imagine like that cycle just cascades up, and then you are reborn as this this cosmic being that can like jump in space. But it's like the problems that that Very fucking true. alien has is going to be the same problems, or like a like the reflection of the problems that we have as human beings. And like the increasing level of complexity as evolution happens, it it's like imagine the little fucking virus coming out of the out of the river right now. Like that's to 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 that little thing. Like we are those super aliens. That's true. That's true. What? Yeah. What if you die? Because I do. Like I've done DMT. Okay. Like you've done DMT, right? Yeah. You met the space aliens, or not the the space. The space elves. Space elves, yeah. yeah. Much yeah. Right. Space, space elves? elves. Yeah, the space machine elves. Or yeah. was it the machine elves? Same thing. Same thing. The Something architects. Else. The architects, whatever. And that sounds uh, cooler. Space elves yeah. sounds pretty fucking not can, cool. like, it's accurate. Can like you explain <laughs> your trip man, like to me? Do you remember any of your trip at all? Like your DMT trip? Can you explain it on air? So disclaimer, this is purely of obviously through the use of language where the sensory or just the ex, ex this, the whole, the entirety of the existence of the experience of taking DMT, it, it cannot just be constrained to words by that. It's yeah, like we're going to yeah. try to do that justice. We're going to try. We're going to try. Yeah. So generally, uh, there's. That's placed there if you'd like it to. Cool. Thank you. I'll take that. Yeah. Right. And there's the rest of this too as well. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Because I, I like your uh, your process of thought. Very interesting. Good stuff. Good stuff. Way Thank more you. better than what my process is. Uh, definitely way better than mine too. So that process, it's, it goes back to the. Many. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this too fucking often now. It's like the Masashi way of doing things, but like recently, that's just how I do powerlifting coaching. That's how I go about like asking questions to better understand the universe instead of thinking like, what is this crazy? abstract idea that just like has like eight arms and like 10 different flashing lights. Yeah. Besides uh, the sci-fi bullshit. Instead of it's like, bring it down to what are the, like the basic <clears throat> building sure. blocks of the universe and okay. across the domains that may exist. And it's like the ones that we understand really well, we understand the, the laws of physics through Newtonian physics and quantum and blah, blah, blah and electromagnetics. And there's all, we have, we have this understanding of the mechanical universe so we can ask 
uh, like meaningful questions about that. Yeah, definitely. So, so whenever someone asks me a thing, like I've, I've conditioned myself over time to instead of to just like yeah. pause to process yeah. what they're asking because there may also be this un- misunderstanding that happens. Sure. Even, like when yeah. a person says a thing, but assuming that there's yeah. this like 100% yeah. clarity of communication of the idea, so. it's like you, I, I think what are the various yeah. domains that this may relate to? What are the principles of those domains and how can I use those principles to form a response versus when, um, um, let's go back to your DMT trip though. Hold on, Joe, what were you going to say? <laughs> no, go ahead. I'll ask Charlie after this. Okay. I'll hold this question. Let's go back to your DMT trip. So in a DMT trip, there are like, uh, like anywhere from two to four phases. Generally, yeah. there's this initial phase where if you take enough DMT over a certain threshold, you go through this like tunnel of light kind of thing that people describe as it, it describe it as a tunnel of light. And then you blast off or you break through whatever barriers at the end of that tunnel. So for me in that first period, I was sitting there on, on the balcony of one of the houses in Berkeley. Uh-huh. And, and I uh, smoked it out of a bong and what age? 22, 21, 22. Okay. Probably 21. About six to eight years ago. Mm-hmm. But it was, it was, like I remember it like like it was earlier this afternoon. Yeah. So yeah. smoke that out of a bong, it's it's a powder, and suddenly off in the distance, it's like the universe or just like the the world as I see it, at the perimeters of my vision, it starts to like spin in alternating directions. So like there's one layer that's spinning clockwise, the other one's spinning counterclockwise, and those are like infinitesimally yeah. thin layers until like that encompasses uh, like a full moon or some shit. Yeah, like a full, like a full moon off in the distance, and then yeah. there's there are these words and and pictures that are rotating in either direction, and it's a language, and I'm trying to understand Decipher it. it. But yeah. I'm going too fast down this fucking tunnel, and then like there's this white light at the end of the tunnel, and it races toward me, and it overlaps all those all those pictures and lights that are rotating, and then like this whiteness, semen, I don't know, like <laughs> yeah. it just washes over me, and it it it, it Covers up my entire field of vision, <laughs> right? Yeah, he's like, I had to say see him because one of you guys are going to say it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this whiteness. And then it, it's almost like at that point, that is when ego has fully died or you have tasted pure ego death. Okay. Because normally, like, if I were to ask, like, right now, I want you to close your eyes and imagine you're in this place. You, you can imagine, like, you're, maybe you're okay, in this descri- black describe room. It, describe it. You're in this black room and there's this light overhead that's shining down a... Uh, really clear circle on the floor and outside of that circle it's pure blackness it's pure shadow okay and then there's oh, a there's and then there's a there's <laughs> a brown wooden chair that's right in the middle of that okay. plane i'm brown too so i can relate dude, um <laughs> yeah for my trip what uh, oh, that shit i was dude. getting into it Manny, I'm not done yet. Oh shit! There, that's phase one of four. Manny, oh shit! We still have. Manny, stop still... interrupting him. Dude, we're going. God damn! You're taking my place. But anyway, the, the purpose of that exercise is you're gonna visualize this this field of shadow. Okay, so we light. start all over again. Sorry. So you're in this field of shadow. Okay. And this light flickers on, and it like light investigative overhead stuff. silhouette, like someone's okay. getting like uh, they're going through the Spanish Inquisition, and they're about okay. to get killed if they answer incorrectly. So they're gonna rape me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then there's a chair, a wooden chair there, and okay. there's this person who's sitting atop that chair, and like inevitably the person is gonna think of is the chair upside down or regular? It's upright. Okay. In in uh, normal human orientation. Nah. So you think of a person, and like it's like you must have pictured yourself. 
Yeah, of course. And, I, I would usually sit on a chair upside down. And that's it, where it's like, it's that of course where when the ego exists, it's like everything, every thought that comes to mind is us-oriented. That's true. And then in, in like reflecting on when I took DMT, like after shooting out of that tunnel, blasting off, it's like there, I have these memories that exist after that, but they don't belong to anyone. Yeah. I, I can see what you're saying, like, like the history is laid out, but like it doesn't per- particularly pertain to your scroll. Yeah. You're saying you like see the experience like you is saw, just out there. You saw like things that you haven't actually experienced in real in this reality that you know. Not just that, but from a perspective that yeah. like like we understand the world as these are experiences through the world, the history of Manny or, or of Joel. But it's like do things. It's like what we learn in in philosophy class. Do do just do objects just exist out there? Does a tree fall in the woods, and if there's no one around to hear, it doesn't make a sound. That's true. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if someone gets murdered out in the woods, I think it still does something to the world. And to kind of tie this back to, well, yeah, this, we went over this last time. I go on a lot of tangents, but like this goes back to Stoicism and uh, like like Buddhism, where okay. Stoicism is well, so so Buddhism is Buddhism. One of the teachings of that is, is like it teaches you how to go through the systematic process of attaining pure ego death. Mm. Where it's like once you have achieved, achieved that, that like heavenly state, that's when there's no ego and everything is just, just pure bliss. And it's like when you're in the, at that peak of your mushroom trip and you're just like, oh my gosh, the world is this beautiful, like loving thing. And then, like a moment, you come down from that. It's like, oh my gosh, that was beautiful. Where where did it go? It it, it slipped from my hands. Yeah. And Buddhists are part of what they say is, how do I achieve that state and just consistently maintain it and just like live there? And that's pretty crazy though, too, because um, like if you're at least for me, like that sounds pretty cool at first, like being in consistent bliss or being in 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 a state of mind where I can actually like behave as I'd like or as I want. That sounds super nice, but then, like, <clears throat> me being myself, like, I'm so used to my own, like, train of thought, or, like, if I didn't have these intrusive thoughts, life would be super <laughs> kind of boring. Cause, yeah. Because I've been, I've been on, um, like, SSRIs where they kind of tranquilize my normal thoughts, and it's very boring. Like, life becomes very boring. Like, like I'm very uh, balanced, I guess, but, like... Yeah. It's very boring. Like, I don't have anything, like, creative going on. And I, I kind of rather deal with the negative stuff. Yeah. Which is a lot worse and than the cool stuff so, that I still, yeah. So the the name mortal, yeah. it means those who die. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it, it was very common in, in, like, stories of Greek mythology that the gods yeah. would envy the mortals. The mortals, yeah. Because their lives were so exciting. Because yeah. they had this finite life that yeah. they had to fill with For sure. thing. And, and where... Like the essence of our being is the experiencing of those things and the yeah, associated it's feelings. Romantic. Of it. It is, yeah. It's yeah. Where the gods, it's like they, they're supposed to live forever and they've experienced sure. everything and they're like, and it's supposed to be the best. Right? Like, it's, it's, supposed supposed it's supposed to be the best. It's supposed to be. But a bunch of Gr- ancient Greeks did a shit ton of psychedelics and they came to similar, or they put their head over the, the fumes at Delphi and, and then one of them became an oracle and then the rest became a bunch of crackheads. What do you think the fumes of Delphi were? Like more likely, you think it was like uh, psychedelics? You think it was like math? So I've heard about because uh, uh, I hear about a, w- a lot of weird shit when I was in the college days. One of them was that uh, just like fermented p- 
poop fumes is psychedelic. Uh, so maybe it was just yeah, like I've the, heard the runoff. Yeah. Dude, uh, I saw that in uh, Blue Stewart. Mountain State. Yeah. <laughs> or, uh, yeah, I saw that I've never seen that. It's a, it's like a stupid like college like party show and whatever. But they were like, they were getting, they were filling balloons full of like fermented poop. And giving them out at a party so people can trip, and everybody was like having a blast, and everybody's like, "Dude, this is the best psychedelic I ever had." But then the guy that was making was like, "We can never tell anybody what we made this out of," you know? And like, dude, yeah. From what I heard, I know like the one version of that is like motherfucking rock stars back in the day would like take a shit or take like a like an animal shit and put it in Tupperware and like seal it for like a certain amount of days. Where it would fucking like fermentate and have such a noxious fucking gas that by the time you release it, it would like literally fucking make you trip. <laughs> oh damn! Yeah, of human species, it's crazy shit. Disgusting. Disgusting, but also free and but very free. economically available. <laughs> I'm good. I'm yeah, good. I'm good. <laughs> you know. Dang. So that was that was stage one of your DMT trip. That was stage one where. Lost off, pure ego death happens, and then you're just witnessing these weird scenes, or the yeah. you you see these weird things, and they're supposed to teach you these these amazing cosmic lessons that you take back and try to translate into English. Yeah. So the first one was, it was, it's like suddenly the, the the whole field of vision is white, or just like the field of existence is white. Yeah. And then it's replaced by this. It, it doesn't look like a conventional 3D space that we're used to. I don't even know how to fucking describe it. There's like a a ceiling up here, there's a floor down here, and it's like checkered purple and silver. And then very at various points there, are the it's like if you were go, going into uh, like some fucking castle in a video game, yeah. one of the boss stages, and the boss likes to dart around behind pillars. There are all yeah. these pillars that are... Is it consistently popping up and going down? And But instead of just like being these geometric, like fixed geometric objects that are... Oh, sorry about that. Oh, that yeah. just go straight up and down. They're like these, these spirals that attach the ceiling to the floor that also comprise Damn. the background and it's really Something like that uh if uh, if you use the blend tool more or the warp tool here i mean hold on let me find the best picture i would say it's like uh have you ever heard of a mobius strip a mobius strip no i haven't so say you have a piece of paper and you cut it into a long strip so it looks like it looks like this okay and you would normally connect it end to end, and that's like uh, it's like a watch. Yeah. But imagine if you twist it first, and then you connect them. Oh, okay. I think I know what you're. So you imagine that the like the plane of existence is warping like that. Mm. I think I know what you're talking about. So like, because I, I mean, I know what you're talking about, but I wanted like to show it. Yeah. To, it, like, it's really hard to convey yeah. in. In the three er, in in the art medium in the two D space, would it be like that? I'd say it's a similar thing to that. Where yeah. like perspective that we're used to, this is more of like uh, it's playing a trick on on the brain. Yeah, exactly. It is. It's all playing trick on the brain. But <clears throat> yeah, like so that was stage two. So that was stage two. Well, it was not just that, but that that set the background yeah. for what was going on. And then from the right side of whatever this field was came walking in what I could only fucking describe as a, as a fucking space elf or a, a machine, cyber elf. Yeah, a machine elf or whatever or a the machine fuck elf. Are, And the reason I'd call it a machine is like, you remember in, I don't know if you ever watched the Jetsons. Yeah. But they had a robo-maid. Yeah. So imagine that robo-maid with like big robo-thighs. And like elf features. And elf features, but it was like for the, this one, it its skin 
instead of like a skin of a of a of a being, it looked like the checker uh, silver and purple pattern from the floor and the ceiling, just like overlaid on top of that thing. Damn. And it came like waltzing over in a very what I would describe as uh, like feminine mm-hmm. way, and it and it, it was. It was like a, they had a moving sale and this thing was holding a box and it wanted to give me the like box. Uh, yeah, I would say it's something similar something to that. Like that yeah. But did it was more get, round and like the shape get, was more yeah, like more like the Jetsons, but like Did you get like, like interdimensional sex? It felt like it. Because I was told this guy about a story about this one time I got, um, I got, uh, what's it called? Poltergeist sex. Like I got succubus to suck my dick. But I didn't want it, or I didn't plan on it. I didn't succubus. Yeah, I told you about it. Remember? No. This motherfucker. I know what a succubus is. Yeah. So like, I was literally in my room when I was super young. I was a teenager, and um, I was like not even sexually like in the mood. Like I was just like probably I don't know my iPod shelf or something. Maybe like because Google wasn't around. I mean it was, but it wasn't like a thing where it's like. Like MySpace may may have been around, but wasn't like that cracking at the time. Yeah. But um, I was just chilling in my room, and then um, I felt like a fucking jumbling in my pants, dude. Like, <laughs> like like someone was touching my dick, you know? Okay. And I was like, "What the fuck?" I was like, "That feels hella weird, dog." And then um, uh, and then I started feeling like like a wet sensation, like like there was a fucking like a mouth on my fucking cockasaurus, right? And then it started like going like the fucking the motion of like getting dome, you know. And then it started going up and down and stuff. It was like Super Mario level two. And then, um, and then I was like, obviously no one's in the room, and my room was like vastly open. There was like nothing there, and it was like eight o'clock, nine o'clock. Okay. And then I had the sensation of like straight like deep throat. Like I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> and I was like thirteen, fourteen, right? And I was like, what the fuck? And in my mind, I was like, whoa, this is not like, this is not normal. And but then I was like, in a split second, I was like, this is kind of dope though. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it felt really good. As a 13 year old. Yeah. And I had gotten head in this and it felt just like the other head, you know? And so then I got this sensation and I was like, holy shit. And then like, it really started getting down where like, I could feel like hands on my thighs and stuff. And I was by myself, bro. Oh, you know, damn. and I was sober. 100% sober. And then, like, I would say probably within, like, 10, 12 minutes, the sensation started crawling down, like, so it kind of slowing down. And then, um, because I started feeling, like, kind of disgusted and kind okay. of scared, you know, because at first I was like, oh, this is dope. I'm like, wait, why is this happening? Why does this feel like this is, like, someone yeah. is on the opposite end of the stick, you know? And uh, before I knew it, man, like, I was like, I was just like, no, no, no. I like, I don't want these vibes. <coughs> I don't want, like, I don't want this kind of energy around me. Yeah. And the, the, and the dick sucking stopped, dog. It was the ghost of Michael Jackson. Yeah, it was Michael Jackson. I mean, that guy sucks dick like a motherfucker. Dude. <laughs> so, back, going back to your DMT trip, this was like something you saw. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Yeah. I'd say it's like that, if, but if you had the, the roof, the same and the bottom. Ah, uh, okay. I see. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. that's what I saw. That's like, really close. Yeah, yeah, that's really yeah, close to yeah. it. I didn't realize. Um, how the fuck did you find that? Yeah, uh, I'm on RDMT on Reddit. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Dude, so they yeah. they like post a bunch of like pictures of like shit they saw and like, because they'll, they'll be like really artistic drawings of like what they saw. Like, because yeah. they'll like do DMT and they'll come out and like draw what they drew. They saw. Yeah. That's dumb, man. But yeah, and then so stage three. Now. Well, stage two, the thing is walking toward me with his yeah. box, and I'm like, oh, in this box, the, the the thing I call it a she. She pulls out this book. It's this red bound book that it looks like she's handing to me, and and it, 
just like the idea in seeing that book is like, oh, this book has the answers. Yeah, for sure. And then as it's about to hand it to whatever, whoever this observer is of this, this thing that's happening, uh, it's like it just like snaps into here's stage three. And stage three, have you, have, have both of you seen Interstellar? Yeah. So the only way I would describe it is, is toward the end, spoiler alert. The books. When the main character goes into the the black hole and he's in that like fourth dimensional or like three D interpretation of the of four dimensional space yeah. where there's just like various like every iteration along this uh, axis of time uh, iterations of what whatever yeah. that scene is different timelines and shit yeah. and what it felt like was it's like I got a I got to view one of my alternate lifetimes of like me oh, I'm in this room shit. and I'm with these people and we're like going through the whole song and dance of I'm going to be a human being and like suffer and oh like that and do all the, but also like find, find these joyful activities. But it's like this constant memory of like, yeah, yeah, you're doing all this stuff, but like suffering is inevitable Yeah, yeah, yeah. where it looks like somebody who's on the, the cube, like the unit above me Uh along that axis of time. They like pull open a trap door, look down and it's like, Oh, there he is. He's, he's still, he still wants to play that game. He's still digging. yeah. Yeah. It's like, why doesn't he just like, Come in, come up and join us. But then it's almost like uh, those those things that have opened that trap door. Yeah, yeah. It's like their legs blended into multiple dimensional kind of like you just like they yeah. keep getting deeper and deeper. And it's like they're multi dimensional beings, but they are also they are that whole space. Damn. It's and it goes back to this other idea that I have. It's like it's almost like this shit just happened because the the universe was so big and so boring that. This all-powerful being, so say that we evolve <laughs> over the eons to this all-powerful fucking Marvel super god being, right? Okay. Like we're we're in that state, and then we're just like, man, yeah. this fucking sucks. It's boring. So I'm gonna I'm gonna create this Marvel universe, and they're gonna have these amazing epic battles, and they're gonna make comic books about it. Yeah. And people are gonna fucking love these comics. Oh, okay, I can see that now. So yeah. it's like everything in that universe is the universe trying to know itself at a more interesting level or more entertaining level, yeah. which is kind of fucked up. I can see that. So yeah. you're, so like what you're saying is like, you saw like a whole different life that you could have lived. It's like, it was like the universe he observing itself yeah, and being like, reality. it's like, Oh, he yeah. wants to play that game right now. Okay. Yeah. We'll let him play that game or okay. because he is, is like me, the person who's oh, saying okay. the thing. Damn. That's dope. So it's like, I'm it, so it's more like just this, oh, this whole thing, this oneness saying, I want to play this game right now. I think I think that's a dope point to uh, leave at. We're hitting an hour and a half already. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, it went. There's great. one more stage that I want to. Oh yeah, go to ahead. That. One more stage. Well, it, after well, this, well, I'm gonna get like, some Jack in the Box. I don't know if you guys want to join me, but I'm good. I'm good. There's a third stage, and then I come back to human. Yeah. Form. So the third stage is I'm just in this other field of white, and it looks like this fucking magical, like geometric blimp is floating in the distance. That's it. Thing. That's and, it, and then and then like suddenly like the the white lights becomes less and less uh, intense, and then like the opacity of the the room that I was in or the the environment. I keep sorry, sorry. the environment became more visible, and I it's like I came back into my human body, and uh, there are the people who were tripping to the left of me, and the people tripping to the right of me, starting to come into view, and I'm like, what are these colors? What are these things? Oh, it's like oh, that's Jimmy. Oh. That's JKC. Oh, though, I, I could, I could, th- things start to have their names again. Oh, that's a street. Oh, those are cars. Those are that's a bush and blah blah blah. Ego is coming back. I could feel like this experience coming back into me. But yeah. 
like the one thing that I left off with was even though everything took their shape, it was almost like there was this dotted line that was uh, red, green, and blue alternating over and over and over. Uh-huh. It was like outlining every object and like the outline from one object would trail into the next object almost as if it's like, here's this, this like purely raw visible explanation that everything is connected. Um, so after like experiencing like psychedelics and everything, how did like, what, what did you do with that? You know? Cause like there's definitely people that'll just like do acid and then just do acid with just to do acid, you know, yeah. or like do psychedelics just to do psychedelics. So this is again, to tie it back to Musashi, like the answer to that is, is how I answer like so many things that I, that I do almost everything that I do where like the, the tangible analog is, or in, in the realm of fitness is, okay, there's, there's this great level of fitness and potential that can exist and you can go from wherever you're at right now and transform your body and your health and strength and all these things and come out like this on the other end. But if you were to just, if you were to like tell this, this younger kid that you could get big and strong when you grow up, but then not give them a plan of how to do that, it's it's a little irresponsible. It's almost a, a lot irresponsible, especially now where like people, they're craving direction, they're craving genuine expertise on how to do a thing, but then what what is commonplace right now is that, here, look at this beautiful vision of a of an experience, of a life, of, a, of an object that you can have, but the way to get there, you have to buy my plan, or you have to have to do this thing a lot of like Instagram and go through this process. And then like, if you ever see one of those things, you do it. And then there's this initial thing and there's this huge barrier that you have to jump over. And then eventually you get the thing and you get it. And in reality, it's a, it's a piece of shit. Yeah. I've tried one of those plans, man. One of those Instagram plans. Um, no, it wasn't from, it was from YouTube. It was some dude called like fucking, I don't know what the fuck his name was, but, um, he had a plan and then actually when I was when I was working it, like it was like I felt effective. The thing is though, like he's like, Well now if you want to move on, now nah, buy these products and you know. <laughs> kinda of started getting sold and I'm like, I never bought no products. But I'm like, ah, oh, I guess if I want the results he has and you know, I should go for that. But I was like, Man, I'm too fucking broke or not even that I'm too broke, I'm too much of a cheap ass for that shit. <laughs> so I follow his shit and like, yeah, I lost like five pounds by like, actual exercise, not just like not just avoiding eating like I would actually like exercise, you know, and that's where the and it is cool, but yeah. like the like these two heads are butting against each other, where, where one is marketing and entrepreneurialism and capitalism on on one end, and then on the other end is I want to share this idea with or experience with other people because I think that this is a enriching, fulfilling experience worth having, and it's like on one end you it. <laughs> The way that I, I see it is like on one end you have marketing and just like the <laughs> the desire for money. And then on the other end, we have we have science. We have this ob- object or like seemingly objective search for knowledge at its purest sense, this this ultimate like capital T truth thing. And everything in reality that exists is in the in the gray area between those two extremes. Mm. Well, that's one thing, like, um, also that, like, it's about humans, about, like, innovation and constantly striving forward to, like, the next, yeah, the next thing, too, you know? And it's like those, those two ends of the spectrum will always exist. The gray area in between will always exist. 
So what do we do? Do we just kind of throw the human beings who are not who are not working on the thing in the mix and just like let them do their thing, or do we do we like teach them how do we better understand both ends of thing, the principles that govern like what's going on, so that they can make more responsible, informed decisions about like healthcare or behaviors that they take, the actions they take, decisions, blah 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 that they take within that gray area. That's that's like what like so psychedelics that just like led you to like become to believe that inside of yourself and then like bring your expertise from like lifting and everything and that's what like led me to like come to you and like you being able to explain for me how to like squat so nicely and like being able to deadlift so nicely and actually not get hurt while doing these things yeah and then that's what like leads you right now to like being able to like show your lifters and like give your lifters these 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 things not only lifts but like make it so that they can live a fulfilling life and a very healthy life and like so that they can focus like their energies when it comes to focus on the lifting absolutely some of the some of the like most well-respected people that i know in the fields that i exist in some of them are like Total mushroom heads. It's fucking crazy. Is it like I want like shroom head like this type like mushroom head like this? Yeah, like they they like trip on a regular basis. They they have like they love conversations like these Mm -hmm. and experiences like these. But it's it's like a you can get to that that state of like supreme omniscience and omnipotence and you know everything and and like you understand the universe. But then when you try to come back and bring that and put that into human words and action and like mobilize your community in a certain way it's like oh i don't how do i go from that to this thing the way i see it's kind of like it's like you were on the human transient mind is kind of like you're on a fucking two road like freeway right it's like there's two roads on the left two roads on the right and then you hit this fucking whatever accelerated front like uh mind work or whatever it is like lsd or mushrooms blah 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 and then that allows you to hit that fucking third road, that fourth fucking opening lane that wasn't normally there. Your third eye? Yeah, exactly. And then like and then like people were like, Well, all I fucking know is like a fucking two lane fucking road, bro. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, I don't know, man. Like on that road I just took like I went back and forth on the same road. And so that it just like breaks the the mind work or the framework of anything really and that's kinda like the detachment from people who have experience certain things and people who haven't that's my two pieces yeah i think i think one of the almost like one of the states of being that i aspire to i think of it through this story where imagine that you're on this boat on this on this like really quiet river and there's this other boat coming towards you and there's this person in the boat and the boat rams into your boat and rocks your boat really violently and you scream and you get angry at this other this other person in the boat, mm-hmm. and it's like there's this person there, and you 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 are in, you are furious at them for interrupting this beautiful experience you had. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'll have another shot. So it's like the movie Anaconda. By the way, these the last two ones were half shots. Mm, thank and you. Then, um, no, not like Anaconda. You <laughs> I loved Anaconda. I did. I was so scared shitless. But like, if you I saw that in the theaters. way he started it, it was like yeah. it was the movie Anaconda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't yeah. the movie. I don't think so. Imagine you bump into that, <laughs> yeah. that villain. And he, he's atop the anaconda yeah. and he has tamed the anaconda oh, okay. and it bumps into you. 
Yeah. So you're gonna you're gonna react to this this person who is tame the anaconda or the other per the person in this other boat. I will just go ahead. And but like imagine in an alternate an alternate parallel scenario where there is this, the same boat is coming toward you. It bumps into you, but there's no one in the boat, so you kind of just brush it it's off. It's like, like a ghost boat. It's a ghost boat. Okay. And you can't see the ghost and you have no superstition. So you're just like, oh, uh, boat bumped into me. Abandoned boat, whatever. It was just like me going, yeah, whatever. Yeah. It, it was, it was yeah, going to happen. No one else, no one is responsible for that. Okay. And I think one of the states of being that we oscillate between, not to say that we can ever totally exist in there. And that may be what the ancient Greeks were trying to get at, that you can never totally always exist in that blissful, pure state of being. Is that as we're oscillating between the two, if we can like dissolve our ego temporarily and dissolve the ego of the person we're talking to, like we can't get mad at the person because like we are of the same fabric. Mm. And it's like, like, do you get mad at your shoulder when it, when it hurts? No, it's like, no, I'm going to try to figure out why my shoulders are not having a good time and make it better. Actually, I do get mad. <laughs> I was just about, I was, <laughs> actually, I was going to be no, but I see what you're saying. I was going to put like, a, like with the psychedelics led you to believe is that like, Everybody like has like an ego, and now that you've disconstructed your ego, even though like you can get mad at someone, but it's now like, you gotta understand that they've had like you put yourself in other person's shoes, basically. Yeah. yeah, and you see like the connection between the two of you is whatever this conflict that has arisen. I'm not just gonna get angry and like fuel this space that increases the disconnectedness. Rather, I'm going to try to recognize the mutual humanity between the two of us so that we can find a solution that, that benefits both of us. So it made you not be as reactionary in a way. Yeah, you're like, you're a talking way. about yourself, but like in two different stages, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Well, can I ask, well, this is actually like less complicated than that. Have you ever battled your old self and then like defeated, been defeated by your old self? In like a, or like some of your inner demons? Yeah, like 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 you you research into some old stuff and you're like, ah, oh, I've already been past this, and then it just creeps up on you all of a sudden and you're like, oh, whoa, uh, yeah, I may have lost this battle, like, and this is a previous battle that you've already won within your own self. I would say so, and this is again uh, beating the dead horse. It's like the Musashi thing where, mm. where like when you have ex- have accumulated, this is how I d- uh, describe it to myself. When I have accumulated. Uh, uh, X amount of experience I can I can extrapolate into the future that this is probably gonna happen again. Like I've I've done yeah. the things that I, I've I've worked on the things that I could control to make it so whatever this unpleasant scenario happens yeah. happens less. But there are these other things that happen that are just bound to happen because that is the that, that is human experience. But you don't get it stuck on them, right? Yeah. That that's the great fable of yourself that you don't get stuck on them. But it, they do come back. They you. they do come back, they and come they, back. Do, they do they uh, do recreate those emotions. But you don't get stuck on them, though, right? Yeah, like you you like you go through the emotions, and it, it, then you witness the things, and then you're like, well, yeah, I mean, yeah, it would be bad, but then like you eventually move on, though, like yeah. in your own mentality. Right? It's easier to not dwell on them. It's easier to detach from them. Yeah, but they, or do almost they to accept them. Did they repeat though? Uh, identically, I, like, probably not, but I would uh, say they're of this of a similar family, uh, like similar uh, okay. sections of thought. So there are some sections of thought that re- recur that are related to like family and imi- yeah, like, like what my parents like them being immigrants. This, the downstream effects that had that has had on me 
Like th- that is a big source of my anger as a human being. Oh, but, mm. but what I was talking about <clears throat> more specifically was like, um, like beyond your like familiar um, aspects and traits, like things that you've conquested yourself within yourself that are not part of your family history. And these are, um, it's more individual attributes of your own self. Like, do you ever feel like you have to reconquer them over and over and over? This I, is this is something that I'm saying because this is what I like for me. Like, what is an example? <clears throat> something that's like super low level for me would be like I made a mistake in the past, and um, eventually I work like now as an adult I worked it out and I said and I had apologized to myself and I forgave myself. And I even like talked to that person and got forgiveness and had like redemption, mm-hmm. but it still repeats again, regardless that reality is like already been in a way like stamped. Okay. Yeah. Do you ever have anything like that? Where like, you're already approved. You're okay. Like you you don't have to think about it, but your mind goes back. And this is, I'm talking about like, me, yeah. Like, so yeah. I, I, w- I would say that that has happened recently in, like a scenario almost that I had, this is what I'm, I'm saying in hindsight, that I had given that stamp of, I have achieved approval. closure. You were like, this is done. Yeah. You finally got it off yeah. the books, right? Yeah. And then it's like, and then you wipe the page and you're like, same page again. Yeah. And they're like, I don't know. I don't know how you accept that. I don't know how you look at it. Or like, this I, is I would, I would, say, time. I would say it's similar to uh, dealing with grieving over a period of time for a loved one. So like, like maybe you have uh, accepted the death of, the, of a loved one after a year, two, five years, however long. But there's something that happens when you, you are 60, 70, 80 years old where that, that makes you remember this person and the, and the emotions yeah. come flooding back. A recollection and, of everything. And yeah. it's like, uh, can we ever erase that? And you mentioned it really earlier in the, in the podcast. Uh, the memory of a person like that describes their their being yeah. and if you take away their memory you are taking away a part of them yeah everything like yeah. like like if you were like let's say everything that this podcast was a new version of us meeting mm-hmm. and we never met before that and you never saw any of the stuff on our page that's a whole different way that you're going to talk to me right based on like what you have now right mm-hmm. yeah so it's like a whole different page it's even like different time of day. If we talked in the morning, the conversation would probably oh, be different. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, if we had yeah. coffee. Yeah. Like, um, are, are you a morning person? I am a morning person. Absolutely. So from the get go though, or do you have like a little bit of a, like cool off section? Do you have like, like no, once I wake up in the morning, I am, I'm going. Ready, yeah. And if I'm, if I am, uh, taken out of my schedule, I become really, that's like one of the big frustrations in my life. Is my it? schedule is disrupted. <laughs> And I get so much done in the morning. Hmm. So you're, you're that type of person that likes to stick to a schedule no matter what. Absolutely. And I, I think that's because routine and habit and the use of an environment to dictate your habits so that like you don't, you have to exert as minimal energy as possible to, to do the thing, to pr- like pr- propel you forward. Yeah, it's on just, this it's trajectory. productive movement. So you don't have to like expense any energy of producing anything new. That it's like for me, there's a certain specific environment in the mornings where no one interrupts me, where I'm just like pure in this pure flow state yeah. that I'm working on whatever I'm working on. Mm-hmm. I can't, it's I like, was, uh, can't replace it. I was kind of in the same way, like, and it was my best point in my life recently 
because I would go to work and um, I'm in a separate truck and I had no like carpool person. And like, <clears throat> I'm a. <clears throat> I'm going to fucking toot my own horn, but I think I can hold a conversation pretty well. And, um, like you said, per, like previously, like when we last had contact, you're like, I don't like small talk. I like having deep conversation. And, um, the person who I was carpooling with, like, they just want like the base conversation, like just something to not make them feel uncomfortable in the morning. I would rather not talk to you at all, not say a fucking word to you. If you're not going to say something interesting, to be honest, like uh, that may me, that may make me seem like an asshole, but like I at the true of my fucking bits is like, I don't want to have small talk, um, like unless it's interesting bullshit because me and him will have like bullshit where it doesn't matter nothing. Yeah, it's but it better be entertaining. I'm the like, same way, you know. Exact like I can way. talk about nothing too, but it better be you better fucking like keep that fucking like because time is a finite resource. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. I don't want to waste it on this bullshit. I want to, mm -hmm. I want to have like something useful come out yeah, of it like, or entertaining uh, or fulfilling. So I had a very um, awkward situation where like I had to like deny having a carpool person because everybody kept wanting to have a conversation, but it would be conversation where like it will let it lent and it went nowhere. There was nothing. Where it was just like, hey, dude, like, how's the It's family? like, it's like, so did you hear about, um, there was an accident on the fruit? I don't give a fuck, dude. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Did yeah. you know that next month, uh, the maybe, I don't give a fuck. What I want to hear about is something abstract or at least remotely interesting. I don't know. For me, right? So I hope this podcast has been interesting. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Been... We hit everything, man. Yeah. Well, well, like, you never, <laughs> well, you never explained what, like, stoic means. That's okay. it. Like we we kept. Oh. On, yeah, we never hit that. Point. No, stoic is easy to research, but stoicism is a whole other stuff. Yeah, stoicism. Yeah, stoics are a group of people. Stoicism is the philosophy that they uh, they put into practice, and the, the the simple explanation of that is they try to distill the world into these two categories. One was uh, the things that were under a person's control, and the others were the things that they. That they that was that were out of their control. So there were the things that they, they could could and could not control, and it taught them to to identify and recognize those things outside of their control, so that they could devote all their time and energy toward the things that they could control. Mm. Where the Stoics, one of the things that they uh, strived for was living this quote unquote good life, where they defined good as as that being able to recognize these things that benefit the individual, the environment, the society as a whole, and like propelled civilization forward that were governed by whatever these morals and rules and blah, 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 and stories that it's like, regardless of iteration of civilization, if you were in the ancient Greeks or now or in the future in the alien civilization, like they could all follow these same things because this, this whole universe is governed by For the sure. same like things of navigating the, the world of suffering. How do you live a good life amidst this life of suffering? All right, man. I think um, we got another like twenty minutes out of it. Do you so want to like, ask one more shit? So like a modern person of like a stoic person would be like, and this is gonna resonate with Joel a lot. Khabib, do you know who Khabib Nur Nurmagomed? Nurm yeah, the fighter, you know, the fighter. So like a stoic <laughs> person, yeah, like the UFC fighter, the, the like greatest pound for pound yeah, right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The greatest pound for like he would. We just like retired a, recently. Yeah. yeah, he would be like a modern stoic. How person, would I right? relate to him? 
No, I mean like I've done it, like, in my life. No, not like you can relate to them, but like you can relate to the conversation. <laughs> He's like, you can, just like man, he can relate to Mandingo. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've done nothing in my life. <laughs> no, not not like not like that, but like I mean like I relate I to the interest. conversation because like okay. have interest in what we were talking about because okay. you're, you're a huge UFC okay. fan. But like a modern like stoic person would be like. Khabib, kind of in a way, you know, because he's like from what I've seen, he's like very. I'm not. I've, I haven't really followed yeah. him as a personality. I yeah. don't really know. I can't, I can't comment on that. But <clears throat> from like that, that's what like came to mind as you were explaining like a stoic person, or in like you too. I would say like the another way to describe it would be through the application in certain scenarios. How do you act in the case of a wildfire? Can you like verbally denounce this wildfire from happening? Can you get uh, mad at? blah 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 the fire the lack of firefighters because of blah 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 it's like sure but that's not going to give us any immediate thing that right. we can realize right now what can we do right now what is under our control right now so it's just like yeah it's just focusing on the things you control and like not worrying but but about. also like keeping in mind the long term uh, like okay like what do you mean the long term like so it's like yeah we can we can focus on evacuating everyone right now but then long term when x amount of like group of people lose their houses how do we how do we do that? It. How does the community pool the resources to achieve that? Okay. And like taking all that into account at the same time so that you're not just this, this like creature that is bound by react reactionary emotion. And that's a lot of like what humans are to this day is like a very reactionary. That's what humans are actually a very. Another way to describe humans is like they exist on this spectrum from the, the, the caricature is of animal on one end that reacts purely on emotion and then yeah which yeah. is like which is not true but and then on the other end you have the god who is who is purely omniscient who knows everything yeah. and humans they exist in various scales in between okay something i, I heard something i heard today that would like really blew my mind not really blew my mind but it was like who cre- like god doesn't even know who created him or it it would be it. god doesn't know who, who created who created him 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 or it, it, it's almost like he's a he's like a he's like a, a thing a big cosmic being that takes yeah. a psychedelic to suspend their disbelief so yeah. that they can experience yeah. something else yeah. um can i um say something real quick yeah anybody who listens to this right now you guys should check out the show called dark matter it's on, <laughs> it's, on <Jesus> netflix. <laughs> it's on netflix if you guys want to get back on me the email is uh, uh, 2B1B. One one, <laughs> no, it's 2B1B underscore podcast, right? No, no, the, the email is 2BeansOneBowl at gmail.com. Oh, yeah, okay, so spelled out 2BeansOneBowl. Yeah. If you guys check out this fucking show, you're going to go crazy on it. If you have any fucking sign of intelligence and you're fucking <laughs> dumb, so cool, you're going to get into it. Yeah. Unless you're just like, I don't know, into like uninteresting things because this show is fucking great. Anyways, um, all right, man. A lot of fun. So to cover, so like cover everything that ever just talked about is a lot. (laughs) (laughs) No, let's just have them give us just just give it. uh, Just give your conclusion of your essay that you just gave us. A lot, a lot. Uh, That's that's tough, but I I think it's important because if anything, actually, the question is one last phrase or one thing that you would like to give someone. In this time, in this point, in life, regardless of everything you talk about, one something. lesson you learned in your life. One lesson you, you, you want to share. Can we go around the table and Manny goes first and Joel you go second, so I could think about this? For you a don't want to hear about no, it. You don't want to hear. Oh, fine, sure. Okay, yeah, well, yeah. So, okay, we'll do it. With make him feel comfortable. Okay, fine. But with like, um, okay, I'll okay, I'll, I'll go, go first. Like, okay, okay, uh, okay. I think I know. I'll go first. Okay, okay. I I, yeah. all right. Okay, you wanna? 
No, you volunteered you, now. Yeah, you, okay. You made a big-ass fucking deal out of it. Ah, <laughs> oh, goddammit. You still heard about it. <laughs> so I think the thing that is particularly salient right now, but it will be like important until the end of time, uh-huh. is to not just use critical thinking as this like buzzword in the way that empathy has become a buzzword, but to really understand what is critical thinking, what is skepticism, how do you understand the world around you? Do you just find evidence to confirm your belief and then leave it at that? Or do you look do you, do you weigh that evidence on one hand and then you weigh information that can disprove that on the other hand and you come to a, a calculated decision at the end of this process that you give a genuine effort or do you just succumb to this uh, this like biased emotive emotional like p- more primitive, way of uh, oh this person said it i respect them i think they they speak well they they're charismatic they use a lot of hand gestures they have a nice smile kind of thing and i'm going to trust them on that rather than weighing the content of what they're saying okay i think what 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 is making the 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 heightened inability to express empathy between people comes from yeah we may be speaking the same language but we are coming from totally different tribes with Definitely. different values etc cetera, etc cetera. and if we could be more open-minded to understanding uh, competing information than that which just makes us comfortable. If we could hold all these ideas together at once, it's like I feel like that is where this, the, the whole like big psychedelic trip is trying to take everyone. We're trying to come to this like one world understanding while still maintaining the diversity that exists. Yeah. Okay, that's and, that, and that comes through knowledge and language and communication on a regular basis. And that's why I love podcasts. And it's Hell about yeah. meeting in the middle and talking with like the people that you don't want to talk to. Really, it's about like learning. It's about I think learning. he wanted to talk to us though. I mean, like, I need friends. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, it's about like talking to the other side and it's coming to a mutual understanding. It's meeting in the middle, and it's what a lot of people to this day haven't done, dude. It's and like, like, I'm, like, imagine if we you could have this. In level of intimacy of conversation with everyone in your community, oh, like your ability to trust and depend on one another would be yeah, would be crazy. Sure. Yeah. yeah, I would right. make a big change. And that that's sure. what like social media has done to us is that we just take everything out of context, and like not only that, but it polarizes us to like just talk, just read articles about our ideas that like agree with our ideas and not, not care. And then we got all these other people that agree with our ideas and then we just never yeah. learn and we just get deeper. Yep. yep. It's just worse. Sure. It's a terrible. So that's why we have to just yeah. do our own research. So now you go, Joe. Well, what's people. a lesson? The lesson for me was, um, listen to people, um, see what they have to say and, uh, just try to take it in the best way you can, man. It's all we can do. Let's get your fucking tag, dude. Again, where, where can people find you one more time? Okay, I'll actually give it this time. It is on Instagram at jr alicdan a l i c d a n. Go there to watch my my video training log, and I have a link tree link in there if you want to schedule any consultations or you want to talk about training. If you want to get ripped? If you want to get fucking? If you you don't? If you want to stop being a little bitch <laughs> and get your fucking self into shape and get a real fucking man to control your life, but not get pegged. <laughs> It and for real, like let's be yeah. real. Like I was able to squat five hundred after what a year and a half of working with you. Yeah, yeah. You, so, but you having had, no no like so you powerlifting could, training. Any was a was an actual yeah. horse though. So he could powerlift three yeah. fucking overweight bitches <laughs> and fuck them all at the same time, and then feed them afterward, and, and then feed, feed them, them after, yeah. also. So uh, cool. 
Manny, yeah, where, where can the folks find you? You man? guys can find me at Manny underscore 2B1B. And then you can find the podcast at 2B1B Podcast. And Joel, yes, where can sir. we find you? Actually, we're probably going to be making a new podcast. because Yeah, we're making a new page. We're making a new, new page. Page, podcast page on Instagram. We got banned. Because we got banned. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Your content is awesome. Yeah. If you don't know, if you notice, we don't show up immediately anymore. Yeah, I haven't seen you guys for like a week Yeah, or two. you have to like scroll all the way to the end and to find us. Because they, cause they like they this. Shadow band. They shadow banned us. Because we posted or we i'm gonna say we I, uh, he <laughs> posted some you know political me. some political memes and really 